Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. He's got room. He's turning all the burners inside the 30, inside the 20, inside the 10. Touchdown for the Sealands Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Here are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hondas, Lincolns in the North Fort Street, all the plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Ryan Brandt. But tonight, here on Eagle 107 for the 10th season in a row, the Seals Grove Seals will take the field against the Lewisburg Green Dragons, who finished up the 2017 season at 4-7. and seven. But they had something to build on. Freshman running back, his final two games, went over 240 yards and on 39 carries in both games. So the Lewisburg Green Dragons will look to build on that. For the Seals Grove Seals, they finished the 2017 season at Kemp Memorial Stadium in Shemokin versus Bethlehem Catholic. And they lost that one 33-32 to in an instant classic as the Seals Grove Seals will wrap up 2017 11-3. As I bring in my broadcast partner, Ryan Brandt. Ryan, this is a big page to turn as the Seals Grove Seals do it every year. But I don't know if there's a bigger page to turn than in 2018. Uh, You and I talked about it on the car ride up, Pat. I mean, in the 10 years, by the way, our 10th season now, uh, the Eagle 107 covering Seals football. We can't think of a season where there's been this big of a turnover. And, And we talked about the state title year. There's a lot of good players that graduated that year. But we knew more of the other guys because they played a lot in some of those blowout games. And we also knew the competition wasn't going to be the same as what this team's going to see this year. This Seals Group team is new. It's basically 90% new starters. And it's a schedule, one of the better schedules we've seen in the the 10th year now that we're doing this. One of the better schedules we've seen. So it's, it's a team with not a lot of experience. We know some of the kids. We know there's some talent out there. But, man, first week going against a a Lewisburg team that brings back a lot of experience. Not an easy matchup for this young Seals team, but, hey, this uh, this coaching staff does a great job year in and year out. Anything's up in the air right now. I would not be surprised Seals comes out, and they're just sharp from the beginning. Derek Hicks comes into his fourth season, a record of 31-9. and Ryan, you talk about that schedule. After Lewisburg tonight, they're home against Jersey Shore, and they've moved Southern up to week three. There's always been talk about why Southern's at the end of the season. But now they have them at week three. Then they'll be home back-to-back games against Chick and Berwick. They travel to Loyal Sock. And, boy, you talk about different teams that are feeling like this is their year to make runs. That Loyal Sock team, the Lancers with Connor Watkins at quarterback. He's a Division One recruit. Talk more about him as the season moves along. But that just shows the kind of schedule. And then you got Shimokin. And who knows exactly what you're going to get at Shimogi. you got Henry Hanoski comes in as a head coach. He's got a great coaching staff. You talked about some of the personnel, at least seeing physically, that they look bigger and stronger. The numbers are better. 
for Shemokin. So who knows what you're going to get. And Seals Grove has struggled against Shemokin. Now they haven't lost to him since we broadcast the Seals Grove Seals. But in some of those years, they only won 20 to nothing last year. They struggled in that ball game at big time. So you're not sure what exactly you're going to get from that Shemokin team. Then they travel to Central Mountain, and then they take on a Danville team. And it's the same language. A Danville team that feels like this is their year. They had a good year last year. They lost to the district championship game, but a good team returning. And then you finish up home against Montoursville. So a heck of a schedule for Seals Grove and a heck of a schedule to go along with all the things we've already talked about, this young and unproven Seals Grove team. And it's an only, only one scrimmage. Again, this is, what, two years in a row now where Seals Grove has only had one scrimmage. And we're used to seeing the first scrimmage being Lewisburg. So this is the first time these two will meet up uh, as an as a official game since 1995. But we have seen uh, Lewisburg early on every year. But, again, this is a team that returns a lot of guys, uh, a lot of skilled position guys and running back. Only a sophomore. But like you said earlier, he went over 1,000 yards last year as a, as a freshman. And then, uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't even think it's – is it fair to say this might be one of the more winnable games on the schedule? When you uh, – the uncertainty of it all, absolutely. You and I have said it. This is a game we feel for confidence level, all the off-season workouts. It goes back to, like, 2012, Ryan. Well, we'd had a lot of young guys who were getting involved in that in that team in, 20, in 2012 when they beat Mifflinburg 3-0 on a field goal, and we thought – that that carried because they were coming off a 2011 season going one and nine so we felt that that three nothing win the way they celebrated that all the work in the offseason propelled them to a great year that year so this is kind of what we're talking about and it is against an opponent that seals grove doesn't come in necessarily overwhelming favorite as we've seen over the years i mean you're talking about the last two years against the milton team they, they put up 50 points against a year before that in the 2015 season they they won 38-7 over Central Columbia. They beat Central Columbia in 2014, 43-6. And just going on, they beat Mifflinburg 21-6. And then we talk about in 2012 when they won 3 nothing, And that was coming off of two straight opening game losses to Mount Carmel to win that game 3 nothing. And prior to that, Seals Grove beat Mount Carmel 41 nothing. So that's the previous nine seasons. This is huge building confidence as you go through a very tough schedule. And I, and I don't think it's even a knock to say that at Lewisburg, that this is more of a, of a winnable game for Seals Grove. And, but in all honesty, if you talk to local broadcasters and the media guys, they probably tell you that Lewisburg's a favorite in this game, and, and rightfully so, because it's such a young Seals Grove team. I mean, we know some of these young studs that are out there, and we know what this coaching staff does year in and year out. And to me, I, I think this is a game we pull off if we play our game. But Give Lewisburg credit that they would probably be the favorite in, in, the, in the average uh, football fans' eyes here. They return a big offensive line. They got an unbelievable athlete in Dylan Farinato, and he's getting some Division One looks. They got a quarterback in his third year starting. He's a junior in Shedleski. And, again, the running back was a freshman last year, went for over 1,000, and they return a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball. And, again, they've got the size, size advantage on us, and they've got the experience, and they've got some real key guys that return. It's fair to say that they're the favorite in this game. Now, you and I, we're fans, buddy. <laughs> you know what we're thinking. <laughs> we got a lot more to talk about when it we talk about the Lewisburg Green Dragons and also the Sealers Grove Seals. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Kevin Hur. Kevin Hur is the voice of the Shikolimi Braves as they have a big one against the Danville Ironmen. And then also we're going to hear from Greg Wetzel. Greg Wetzel covers the Lewisburg Green Dragons, all part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family. Lots to cover. We'll come back 
and continue. Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and, of course, full-service department with easy, convenient drive-up and drop-off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of the Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Hey, Dad, football takes a lot of hard work, doesn't it? It sure does, Ben. Hard work and discipline make a team successful. Like your CPA business? Yes, my clients and I are a team. I work with them for all of their income tax, payroll, and bookkeeping needs. It doesn't matter if it's one person, a family, or a whole business. I get things done, just like our football team does on the field. So do you have a playbook? Kind of. My goal is to do my absolute best for all of my clients. They can call me, William D. Booker, CPA, at 570 570- 374-7343 or visit me at 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove next to the American Legion. Go Seals! I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. <laughs> These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. We are Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Mower Company here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. Getting ready. But the Seal and Grove Seals open the 2018 season against the Lewisburg Green Dragons, an opponent that they're only familiar with in scrimmage over the years. So this will be an interesting matchup between these two teams. We're at Bucknell University. Great venue here, Ryan, to check out and watch a game tonight. Excited about getting this angle and where we're at and on a beautiful, with all the weather we've had, this is just a perfect night for high school football. Absolutely, and we got a nice big open window, no obstructions. We're sitting high on the 50-yard line. This is the best view we've had of a field in a long time, and we got great views of our own home, but Bucknell University, they, they got a nice uh, setup here for broadcasting. And the team's all back together. Sean Carey, our producer, Zach Showers covering the stats as he's done for years, and, of course, Ryan and I celebrating our 10th season of covering the Seals Grove Seals, my 21st of covering high school football. But speaking of anniversaries, I want to make sure that we mention a happy anniversary to Kevin and his beautiful wife. And what an opportunity for his wife to uh, celebrate as Kevin uh, ventures off to cover a high school football game. But uh, all that said, congratulations to them and their anniversary. Speaking of Kevin, he covers the Chicago Braves, and it is a big one, Ryan. You talk about opening games and on a big venue and a big scheduled game. Boy, when you talk about the Danville Ironmen and what they have coming back, and they're going to take on a Chicago team that's going through some changes as well. But 
enough from me. How about we go to the voice of the Chickalimmy Braves, and that's Kevin Hurt covering it on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Well, the Chickalimmy Braves are coming off their most exciting season in over 20 years. The new RPO-style offense a year ago led to an average of 35 points a game. Coach Todd Tilford will bring back that offense that was led by Gabe Tilford a year ago, now being led by a pair of quarterbacks in senior quarterback Lucas Tilford and sophomore Duncan Weir, both bringing a different set of skills to the position. Now, the Braves also lost via transfer out of the area, leading rusher Joey Falk. Zaki Nettles and Jermaine's Herring will return for Shikolami at running back to pick up where Folk left off a year ago. The defensive side of the ball, it's going to see a new secondary, and it's tasked with replacing leading tacklers Josh Krieger and Gabe Dilford at the linebacker spot. That will likely fall on returning linebackers Ulysses Mercado and his 96 tackles in 2017, along with Evan Bingaman, who had a pick, a fumble recovery, and a forced fumble a year ago, and Duncan Weir, who as a freshman saw an awful lot of playing time late in the season. Shikolami might be strongest up front, though, with a front five on offense that saw an entire year of varsity playing time a year ago and now averaged 278 pounds up front. Danville, they're kind of in an opposite situation. Jim Kaiser's Ironman working with an inexperienced front five for the most part, but they have loads of experience with the skill position players like Peyton Riley, who moves from quarterback to wide receiver, and Shane Kozik, last year's reception leader, averaging 19 yards a grab. The Ironmen will use the same person they did at quarterback where they left off a year ago with sophomore K.J. Riley, who picked up the slack at quarterback when his older brother Peyton was injured. The younger Riley, K.J., threw for eight touchdowns and over 500 yards on just 30 completions a year ago. An impressive set of numbers for the then-freshman. On the defensive side, Ironmen returned three key linebackers, including Preston Fosnott, who led the team in tackles in 2017. Danville at Shikolami, pregame starting at 6.30 on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on WKOK.com. Kickoff is set for 7 o'clock. Now back to Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University with Pat Ryan and Zach. Well, you're going to go with me now, Kevin. Thanks very much. Sean Carey with you in studio as we continue Seals Game Day on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Don't forget, if you're a Seals fan, we've got a special Facebook page. Like us on Facebook and get updates on the game throughout the evening. It is Seals Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107. Also follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle, Seals on Eagle 107. As we check our week one scoreboard from across the central Susquehanna Valley tonight, games that we're following on our scoreboard page at eagle107.com. Uh, not only the danville Shikolami game tonight from Sunbury, but also Bloomsburg at Southern Columbia. Line Mountain at Tamaqua, Central Mountain at Williamsport, Central Columbia at Mount Carmel. We'll have a report on that game tonight on Sunbury Motors game night following the Seals. Also, you've got Loyal Sock at North Schuylkill, Warrior Run at Muncie, Jersey Shore tonight at home against Belfont, South Williamsport at Montgomery, Hughesville at Mifflinburg. Tonight's game, Schmokin versus Milton. That'll be played at Danville because of the mold situation on the Milton School District campus uh, on the property. They want to make sure safety is the top priority. So tonight's matchup, Shemokin Milton, will be played at Danville. It'll be game number one for new Shemokin head coach Henry Hynoski. Also, it's Columbia Montorvo Tech at Panther Valley. 
Abington Heights at Berwick, Upper Dolphin at Schuylkill Valley. First game ever tonight for Midwest. They'll be at Marion Catholic. It is the 700th game tonight in the program at Marion Catholic. Mahanoy area at Tri-Valley and North Penn Mansfield at Montoursville. Once again, follow those scores tonight at eagle107.com on the scoreboard page. We'll take a quick break and we'll return to Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium for Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. And joining us will be the voice for Lewisburg, Greg Wetzel from 100.9 The Valley. Get the Green, Drag- the Green Dragons perspective of tonight's matchup between the Seals and Lewisburg. It is Seals Game Day, brought to you by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. There's a new breed of dog in town and so many different ways to make your mouth water. You've got the Coney Island dog with chili, onions, grated cheese, and mustard. You've done got your basset hound with blue cheese coleslaw, dill pickle, tomatoes, mustard, and poppy seeds. Oh, si, senor. Don't forget the chihuahua with bacon slice, chili, and cheese. I guess you can teach old dogs new tricks. Stop by Wicked Dog Grill at 28 South Market Street in Seals Grove and make sure to like Wicked Dog Grill on Facebook. Hi, I'm Jace Brandt. When my father, Ryan Brandt, isn't calling Seals Grove football games, his company, Alpha Electrical Contractors, can serve your electrical needs. Alpha Electrical can wire your dream home, build a new service for your upgrade, or fix that flickering light. Alpha Electrical will even hang your flat screen TV for nearly half the price the department stores charge. No job too big or small. Alpha Electrical will do it all. Call Alpha Electrical at 570-898-3099. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company. Pat O'Brien and joined by Greg Wetzel. Greg Wetzel, the voice of the Lewisburg Green Dragon. So, of course, who better to check in with to get an idea of his thoughts in the offseason and leading up to this opening game against the Seals Grove Seals. Greg, I heard you earlier, uh, or actually I heard the podcast talking mm-hmm. to Steve Jones, and, mm-hmm. you know, Seals Grove carries a name, you know, that people <laughs> recognize in the state and they recognize around. And, you know, so that carries a good feel for the uh, the coaching staff. And they know who they're preparing for, they, and the kids know that. This isn't a walk in the park. And that's got to help in terms of their preparation in tonight's game. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I think Lewisburg's been locked in since the first day of pr- fall camp. Uh, preseason camp, whatever you want to call it now. It's not fall camp anymore. They start, my gosh, you know. (laughs) February. Exactly. (laughs) But they've been locked into this first game. I think they're excited about this. They have a lot of kids returning Mm -hmm. with a lot of experience. Um, Again, Seals Grove has that name. They have the tradition. Mm -hmm. Lewisburg used to be that like that Mm -hmm. years ago, you know, and uh, they're trying to get back to that. And they have a coach that has 
these kids enthused about lifting weights. They've had 30, 35 kids in lifting weights all off-season, mm-hmm. um, working out, th- doing their passing drills and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of optimism within the football team right now. Talking to Greg Wetzel, the voice of the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9, the Valley. Now, Lewisburg's coming off the 4-7 record. I talked to you off the air about that. Kind of explain how that unfolded, a 4-7 record. Well, they uh, they had some tough games against, of course, they played Southern Columbia, Danville, and Central Columbia were three teams that kind of dominated them physically last year. And I think Coach Persing, that's one of the things he noticed that, and got them back involved in that weightlifting program in, in um trying to get their strength and toughness. Mount Carmel is another game they were dominated pretty much. The other games they were pretty competitive in. At the end of the year, even in districts, and I think the last three or four games of the year, you saw a change in Lewisburg. They became a more physical team running the football. Mm -hmm. Uh, Max Moyers ran for over 200 yards in his last two games. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is one of the nicest running backs you're going to see in the area. I think that tonight we're going to see two of the better running backs in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. the the, uh, the Seals Grove tailback, Joe Kahn, Joe mm-hmm. Kahn, yep. and uh, Lewisburg running back, Max Moyers. The other thing that played into Lewisburg last year, they had eight or nine injuries in mm-hmm. terms of shoulder. They were playing kids that didn't even play football the year before okay. as defensive backs and wide receivers okay. last year because they had knees and uh, shoulder injuries to, I think, eight of their top nine wide receivers last year. Wow. Talking to Greg Wetzel, the voice of the Lewisburg Green Dragons here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, as we're building up to the top of the hour as we the Seals and the Green Dragons. And uh, one thing that Derek Hicks said about the presence of Shalevsky, yep. big kid, 6'3", yep. 215, really tell is. us a little bit about what, uh, what he's done to progress to his into his junior year well he he is really comfortable in this offense right now and i think towards the end of last year they did some things with nick that they hadn't done previously he started running the football okay and when you see a 6'3 215 pound quarterback running the football that, that's a he's not extremely fast but he's a, a solid runner he's not going to juke you he's going to try to run over you right and he did really well with that i in the last two games last year he ran for over 100 yards not in each game but combined in, in both games and third down kept a lot of drives alive uh he's learned to throw the football sit in the pocket throw the football if it's not there he now takes off and runs beginning of last year in his freshman year he was taking the sack now flipping it to the other side, and you got uh, Draven Dobler, the right. linebacker guy, kind of flies all over the place. He seems to uh, make this defense go. Draven Dobler has a nose for the football, and it's pretty easy. You watch Draven, you're going to know where the football is. Okay, uh, it, that's the way he is, and that's the way he plays. He is uh, a kid that you're not going to talk a lot about him, you know, leading up because he, he's not physically imposing or anything like that. But he is just around the football. He's a, a good old-fashioned football player. He likes to stick his nose in there. We had a guy a couple years ago, Jack Gogler, who's now playing at Bloom, actually yeah. playing fullback, but he was a linebacker. And our thing was, once he got to the play, the play was over. Yeah, that's exactly that's how right. Like yeah, over. That, yeah, he gets there and makes it. plays and gets there. Yep. Now you got the athlete who uh, runs around back in that defensive backfield who's returned uh, multiple. I think you had mentioned yeah. four maybe three or four uh, interceptions for touchdown when you talk it, about somebody like D- Dylan Farinata. These stats would just make you an All-American. Eight re- interceptions, four returned four, for touchdown. Yeah. And on top of that, he has recovered a fumble and returned it 98 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, he's rushed for over 300 yards and five touchdowns in his career. He has, oh, close to 1,700 yards in receiving, and I think he has 19 touchdowns receiving. Wow. He's, he's one of the better athletes you're going to see in the area. Uh, he's not just a football player. 
He's a decent basketball player, and he runs track also. Yeah. So he's, he's a really well-rounded athlete. And, and, again, they title him as the athlete, and that's understandably that's exactly why. He's right. able to fly around and kind of do his own thing, and he's given a lot of that freedom as he's gone through yes. and made the most of it. So as we wrap up here, Greg, you're getting ready to start the 2018 season here with the Green Dragons. What's the long-term outlook, Do would you say, for this uh, Green Dragon team to improve on the 4-7 and seven record a year ago? Line play. line play. I mean, I think it comes down to the physicality of the offense and defensive lines. They lost Jalen Dotson from last year, who was a presence in the middle that had to be double teamed, which, of course, frees up your linebackers. Sure. And uh, they need to replace him. Uh, on the offensive line, they lost two offensive linemen. Uh, they have three back. They're big. They're going to average about 260 across the board, and that's with a 210-pound starting guard. Mm. So uh, and they have another person they could play that goes about 280. They, they would average close to 275 as a high school line. Mm. If they're physical and can run the football and pass when they want to mm. instead of being forced to pass, I think uh, that's going to set the tone for the season. Greg, we appreciate your insight on the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Beautiful night for football here at Bucknell University. Couldn't ask for anything better. Nope. If you can't make it out here, you can check out the Lewisburg uh, broadcast on 100.9 of Valley, or you keep it right here on Eagle 107 for the Seals Grove Seals broadcast. Greg, enjoy and we'll Pat, talk to you down the nice road. Talk to you, yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. Come back. Continue with Seals Game Day here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Want to get a huge discount on any new Toyota at Aubrey Alexander Toyota? Just unlock it. It's the brand new feature at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Go to any of the over 200 new Toyotas at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. It's this simple. Click on Get the Unlocked Price, log in, and unlock your low, low price. It's simple, it's fast, and you'll save on a huge selection of new Toyotas. Unlock your low price only at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Your garage door made it through the test of time, but now is out of time. See the garage door experts at Glick Associates Shemokin Dam. If a new garage door is the way you need to go, Glick sells and installs high-quality insulated garage doors and LiftMaster electric operators that will keep your garage calm, cozy, and inviting all through whatever old man winter throws at it. Then, when spring rolls around, you'll know your garage door will be ready to block out the heat, humidity, and summer's worst weather. Hurry into Glick's and Shemokin Dam now. Remember, nobody does it better than Glick's. Most of us won't need to hire an attorney this week, but for a few of us, something has happened in our lives, and before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575 or on the web at slivlaw.com. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event, and Jeep is the official vehicle of summer. If you're looking for a new Jeep Compass, we have 28 in stock in all trim levels with discounts up to $4,000 and starting at just $23,000. We're also taking $4,000 off 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Altitudes in stock. We still have the best selection of Jeep Renegades in the valley with discounts up to $7,500 to qualified individuals. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. This is Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, bringing Ryan Grant back into the conversation. Ryan, looking at some of the 2017 numbers, and what the Seals Grove Seals are looking to replace. A year ago, 62 touchdowns, 
32 sacks to go along with the all-time sack leader and Tony Dressler. 16 interceptions. The leading interception guy from a year ago is back with Ben Swineford. And I'm going to throw it to you there. You know Ben Swineford. You know his ability. And what he gave us last year was a needed element in that defensive backfield with the size. We saw it against the Milton game. We had some undersized guys. He came in and ended up being a factor in what a season he had. Yeah, I mean, he's got good height. He's got great length, speed, jumping ability, just a a very, very good athlete. I think this is a breakout season for him. I really do. I think uh, uh, he's getting bigger, stronger every year. And, you know, his brother wasn't too bad of a football player either. So I'm going to go with the DNA line there, too. I just think he's just going to continue to get better as his uh, career goes on at Seals Grove. And, And it's nice having that tall of a cornerback. A guy that can go up with bigger receivers and, 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 and knock the ball out of the air. So, I mean, and he's going to see some good receivers tonight. So I, I like seeing him in the backfield, especially a cornerback, and uh, going up and be able to make plays on the ball. And then flipping it to the offensive side for Swineford. And here's a little, uh, you know, quick note for you. I think Nick Swineford had, didn't have a catch in his, or had one catch in his junior year, 35 his senior year. Hey, look at his brother coming in. He was not a focal point on the offensive side as he was doing it on the defensive side. Didn't have a catch a year ago, but he's a guy that's going to be a main target and could have the potential to have a breakout-type season like you talk about and end up getting those types of receptions and maybe those type of numbers that Nick got just a few years ago. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see that. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it. I'm all for it, buddy. You go out there and you, you match your brother on offense, that'd be amazing, especially with the role that he's going to play on defense too. So, Super excited about the Swineford, uh, Ben Swineford, that is, this season and seeing what he can do. And talk about the continued numbers in 2017 for the Seals Grove Seals. They averaged just about 31 points per game. They scored 54 against Milton, and then the most they gave up last year was against Southern when they gave up 49 points. But again, Seals Grove Seals ended up 11-3 and a year ago, lost 33-32 to to Bethlehem Catholic at Kent Memorial Stadium in the state quarterfinals. It was a great game. Great opportunity, but again, we're turning that page, and we'll continue to talk more about these Seals Grove Seals, and of course, their opponent tonight, the Lewisburg Green Dragons. But first, we're going to step aside, come back, get ready to hear from the head man, and this is always a great time to talk to Derek Hicks as he's been preparing for this game in the off season, and he's got a lot of new faces to some young, unproven guys. But you also hear him talk about the stability you have and a guy like Joe Kahn. So all that and more as we continue with Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shamoka Dam Health Center designed with you in mind. 
Markham Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event, and Jeep is the official vehicle of summer. If you're looking for a new Jeep Compass, we have 28 in stock in all trim levels, with discounts up to $4,000 and starting at just $23,000. We are also taking $4,000 off 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Altitudes in stock. We still have the best selection of Jeep Renegades in the Valley, with discounts up to $7,500 to qualified individuals. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman Difference. Call us at 988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey, right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Eagle107.com. Seals game day continues, driven by Sunbury Motors. Sunbury Motors, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, North 4th Street, Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia. On the strip, it's 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, Sean Carey in studio, Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt at Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium as we're less than 30 minutes away from kick in the 2018 high school football season game one between Seawans Grove and the Lewisburg Green Dragons. After scrimmaging each other since the 2012 season, the Seals and Green Dragons meet up for the first time in over 20 years since 1995 when the Seals won the regular season finale 22-12. The two teams most recently played against each other in every season from 1975 to 1995. In 40 games, the Seals lead the series 25-14 and one tie. This year's schedule has to be one of the more difficult schedules in recent past history. Seven out of ten teams made the district playoffs. Two were district champions. One state champion in Southern Columbia. And three district runner-ups in Shikalemi, Berwick, and Danville. We'll take a quick break, and when we return, we will hear from the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Hicks, as we continue Seals Game Day, brought to you by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share, no matter how many devices you connect. Simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SCCV internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit sccv.com slash internet today. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. Eagle107.com. 
This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, and Coach Hicks. To the Derek Hicks pregame show, Pat Ryan, along with Coach Derek Hicks, as we open the 2018 season, as the Seals will take on the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Sitting down here with Coach Derek Hicks, first time this season. Looking forward to hearing from the head man regarding the offseason and where his guys are moving into this game against the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Derek, welcome to 2018. Got to be excited. You've turned a page, but I don't know if a page has been bigger turned than you've had to do in 2018. Yeah, you know, we certainly lost, uh, you know, three All-Staters from last season uh, and a whole bunch of other good seniors in that class that uh, they, they had quite a run through their sophomore, junior, senior year, many of them three-year, four-year starters. Uh, so certainly a, a lot of new faces on the field this year. Well, what we always talk about a program, and when you have a program, you have guys that are going to fill in voids that have lost. You've done it over the years. Seals Grove has been able to do it over the years. There's no reason to think that that isn't going to happen again this year. No, absolutely. I mean, a lot of young guys, juniors, a couple sophomores, uh, that are that are going to be seeing their first varsity action, and I'm sure tonight the nerves will be, you know, it'll be big for them. But one of those things you get the first hit or two in, and uh, now it's just a football game. And then you mix it in with guys who have. Uh Paid your dues, gone through the program, have had big years. A guy like Joe Kahn, offensive side, defensive side, 1,000-yard rusher a year ago. Boy, what a nice senior to have to lead the guys through this season. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, we have two captains uh, for the season, Joe Kahn, Ben Swineford. Mm-hmm. Uh, two guys that have, like you said, paid their dues. Joe's a returning two-way starter. Ben started on defense last year, two-way starter this year. Uh, so two great seniors to lead the team. Uh, and then each week we're going to have two other captains with them based on uh, game performance from the week before, effort and practice. So uh, based on preseason, you're going to see Blaze Ziders with them as a captain tonight and uh, Nate Schoen. Send down here, Coach Derek Hicks, part of the Derek Hicks pregame show here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. Well, the off-season question has been, who's going to be your starting quarterback going into 2018? You lose Logan Livey. He's off to play at Bloom to start his career there. Unbelievable career for the Seals Grove Seals. But as we talked about, you turn the page, new guys come in, they're competing for the job. Who's going to start the offense coming into 2018. You know, we had a, a great off-season battle. Coy Bastion, a sophomore, Danny Shock, a freshman. Uh, those guys did a great job competing through the spring, seven-on-sevens. Uh, you know, and at the end, Danny finished just a little bit stronger than Coy. Like I said, I full confidence in either one of them, but Danny's going to get the nod for tonight. And the nice thing is, and people, a lot of people talk about this in conversations with me, you're not talking about kids who can only play quarterback. You're talking about athletes. So when you talk about Coy, he's going to do a lot of other things for you as you go through the season. Yeah, uh, you know, Coy's starting at free safety for us. So, uh, and it was kind of one of those. Danny and Coy were competing at free safety, and it was uh, it was a battle there. And honestly, uh, you know, if Coy's the, Coy's in at quarterback, you could see Danny playing free safety. We're getting two one-way players there, uh, and like you said, as the season progresses, they're both good athletes. And, uh, you know, don't be surprised to see one of them line up at receiver, uh, one of them playing cornerbacker, linebacker, and getting them both on the field because they're both uh, two of the better athletes on the team. When you talk about uh, Shock filling in for Logan Livey, 
And and probably the, the guy that flew under the radar most of the season last year was Ravy playing safety and what he did. So Coy has a big shoes to fill as well, filling in a guy like uh, Damian Ravy from a year ago. What kind of athlete and what do you expect from Coy playing that safety position? Uh, you know, Coy's, in, like you said, he's an athlete and he's a hitter. Uh, so you're, you're going to see the big hits out of him. Uh, he's a great leader, great communicator. Uh, he's the kind of guy back there at safety going to be kind of the captain of the defense, letting everybody know what's going on. And, uh, you know, he's a smart kid. So uh, I fully expect him to be able to make the on-field adjustments that need to happen uh, when offenses break the huddle and things are happening we're not quite sure about. Now you say Shock's going to start a quarterback. How important it is to have a senior center to be able to help your quarterback along and be able to make reads up front to help your quarterback advance through the year. Yeah, I mean, Blaze, not only Danny as a, as a young quarterback, but other than Trey Bainey, you know, we've got three brand new offensive linemen up there uh, with, uh, with Blaze. So having Blaze there, he can make all the line calls. You know, he comes up to the line and immediately just based on the front knows who everybody should block. He's communicating with the guys, and, and it's that, that nice security blanket for Danny having that senior there. So with all the off-season workouts, you've been uh, preparing for the big game tonight against the Green Dragons. Where do you feel your team's at? Confidence level coming into a big season for so many of the SEALs? Uh, you know, these guys are ready. It's been uh, it's been a long, hot preseason, mm-hmm. uh, lots of rain, you know, so they've been out there mudding it in the humidity, and uh, they're, they're ready for the lights to come on and actually play a game. And I think for the first time in quite some time, these guys are coming in as what people are saying, maybe a bit of an underdog, and uh, that, that makes them all the more hungry because they don't like that role. You know, they, they want to come in and be the favorites, so uh, they're ready to start hitting. Talking to Coach Derek Kicks, part of the Derek Kicks pregame show here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. And again, staying with the offseason, you haven't been able to practice on the turf as they're putting a new turf down. How has that impacted your preparation and, and having to play not only humidity, but also with the weather and dealing playing on the grass? Uh, yeah, it hasn't been bad. Actually, I think getting on the grass is good for the guys. Uh, getting out there and mudding a little bit. They, they appreciate the luxury of the turf a little bit more, but uh, it's been good. The last week or so, the grass is really starting to wear out with all the rain we've had, and you're seeing a little more slipping and sliding. Uh, but other than that, like I said, I, I think it's good to get out there and uh, kind of go old school and practice a little bit. One last part on the offensive side with the young quarterback. How has his relationship built with Coach Pope, and how have you seen that come along? Uh, those two guys are great. You know, Coach Pope spends every second of practice with Danny and with Coy. And uh, th- those guys have a great rapport, a great relationship. Uh, both quarterbacks are sponges right now because mm-hmm. Pope's got a lot of knowledge and, uh, you know, they're soaking everything up. Now we flip it to the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 4-7 and seven a year ago, but really came on number-wise as the season went along. And when you talk to the coach a little bit, it's about running the ball and, and smash mouth. So you got a freshman last year, ran over 1,000 yards. Max Moyer comes in. His final two games, over 240 yards on 39 carries. What have you seen on film from a, a guy who's going to be a sophomore after a good freshman year? You know, Max is a great running back. He's quick. He's tough. Uh, great vision. He's going to make the cuts when they need to be made. Uh, and it certainly doesn't hurt that I think he's running behind an O-line this year that's averaging right around 270, mm. uh, something like that. So they are gigantic up front. And uh, that's just going to help Max's cause with running the football. Looking at Max's numbers from a year ago, 1,115 yards, 12 touchdowns, 
He averaged over five yards a carry, 115 per game, and 20 carries per game as well. So he is the workhorse. And again, his last two games of the 2017 season, 39 carries. Quarterback-wise, you've seen uh, Nick Chaletsky. He has improved as the year has gone along. Last year, over 1,000 yards. Uh, how does he uh, show up on film for you? Yeah, um, Shed's, Shed's a good quarterback. He is a big dude and standing back there, an imposing figure, uh, and, and he's efficient. You know, he, he'll take his shots downfield. They've got Dylan Farinado, mm-hmm. all-state guy from last year, coming back this year. Uh, so that that's their burner, their threat on the outside. And uh, Shedleski's not afraid to go downfield. But the, the scarier thing to me is, you know, I'm, I'm watching a lot of film and seeing third and three, third and four, and they're calling Shedleski's number to throw the ball. Uh, you got Max Moyers back there. The teams are loading up on, and uh, you know they're doing a little four-yard hitch for the first down. So his accuracy's good. Uh, like I said, the deep threat, and with his size, he can he can take off and run when he has to. You mentioned uh, Farinado, Dylan Farinado. He's an athlete. And he had 33 catches a year ago for 640 yards, seven touchdowns. But he can do a little bit of everything on the offensive side, defensive side. You're going to have to know where he is all the time. Yeah, you're going to see him motioning through the backfield, taking handoffs. Uh, Like you said, he'll be in the slot. He'll be out wide. Uh, And then on defense, when they put him at safety, the, the range he has... Uh, is just crazy, and that's where you know Danny's got to be careful throwing the football with a guy like that roaming the field. He had three interceptions a year ago. He re- returned two of them for touchdown. But from the linebacker standpoint for the Lewisburg Green Dragons, pretty efficient as well. You got Draven Dobler, number 45, 104 tackles, 12 tackles for loss. Talk about another guy you're going to have to keep an eye on. You're going to have to get some hats around him. Yeah, I mean, he's a kid that, again, uh, their D-line's just like their O-line. Those guys are going to flip sides of the ball, and they're going to have uh, you know, 270, 280, 300 pounds in front, uh, which just allows their linebackers to run free. Uh, the big guys are, are soaking up your O-linemen, and uh, the backers do a great job of uh, capitalizing on that and getting to the football. This is a good Lewisburg Green Dragon team coming into 2018, taking on the Seals, Grove Seals. We talk about turning the page, and that's what the Seals have done. They'll get ready to take on the Green Dragons. Derek, final thoughts as you get ready to take your team on the field and uh, get this season underway, which I'm sure everybody's looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. What a great opener. You know, Lewisburg's supposed to be strong this year, and yeah, if, if we want to develop as a football team, you got to challenge yourself, and this is a great way to do it. Well, we're going to find out all the details of this one every game, play-by-play, play, right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. There's a new breed of dog in town and so many different ways to make your mouth water. You've got the Coney Island dog with chili, onions, grated cheese, and mustard. You've done got your basset hound with blue cheese coleslaw, dill pickle, tomatoes, mustard, and poppy seeds. Oh, si, senor. Don't forget the chihuahua with bacon slice, chili, and cheese. I guess you can teach old dogs new tricks. Stop by Wicked Dog Grill at 28 South Market Street in Seals Grove and make sure to like Wicked Dog Grill on Facebook. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront. 
or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Eagle 107. and eagle107.com here at Bucknell University as the Seals Grove Seals looking to open the 2018 season against the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Just heard from the head man, Derek Hicks. Great insight about how things have worked in the in the offseason up to the 707s, the scrimmage, and he is uh, relying on some senior leadership, but he definitely recognizes he's got guys that have not been on the, the varsity team, not been under the, the big bright lights of high school football, but he's counting on the disability of his seniors, Ryan, and that takes it to Joe Kahn. Joe Kahn's a guy that came in as a sophomore, came on the scene in a big way. We knew when Garrett Campbell graduated, it was going to go over to Joe Kahn, and you're going to be the running back. Weren't sure if it was going to be by committee. Would he be the main guy? Weren't sure if he was going to be able to handle 25 carries a game. Boy, oh boy, did he handle that and more. Ended up a 1,000-yard rusher a year ago, along, <clears throat> excuse me, along with what he's able to do on the defensive side. And if you really watch football and you watched Joe Kahn last year, those were not an easy 1,000 yards. He earned so many yards after contact. I try and think back of all these great Seals Grove running backs we watched, and I don't know if I can tell you a guy that breaks more tackles or is harder to take down than Joe Kahn. Pound for pound, he might be the toughest runner that we have seen at Seals Grove in our 10 years. So, uh, and if you remember last year, Joe didn't have the a hot start to the season. I remember I even got on, I saw some comments made on Facebook, and uh, and I was just like, man, like some people are being brutal. And, and I was so happy for him, man, as things really started going because he ended up being a stud for us last year and had such an unbelievable season. And I... I don't care what kind of teams around him. He's going to get his yard just with his style of running. Talk about our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. Like the page, all Seals Grove football all the time with a little mix of the athletics throughout the year. So you want to check that out. We got uh, Trivia Tuesday. We got Throwback Thursday. And obviously builds you up to the uh, game come Friday night. So that's on our Facebook page. You mentioned Joe. He had 400 yard plus games a year ago his biggest two games mount carmel 23 carries 197 yards two touchdowns and also against jersey shore where went for 175 yards on 24 carries and two touchdowns to throw in the mix to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield 15 catches 148 yards and three touchdowns for joe con he's gonna have a running mate in the backfield this year yeah he is and and it's a guy that was on the offensive line last year and uh, Nate Schoen, and, and, and I, I got to coach uh, Schoen when he was oh, fifth grade, I think, in, in the Midget Football League, and, man, he was a tough kid back then, super athletic. I remember telling you about him, like, this kid's going to be something special. Not only is he big and strong, he can catch the ball, he can throw the ball, he can, you know, he just does all the athletic things, and then, you know, he did have an injury, and, and uh, he, was, he was quick to get back from that injury for the start of the football year uh, last year. But he was on the offensive line. And to me, I'm just like, man, that didn't seem like the right spot for him. But such a talent that he can just play any position. But you're going to see a bruising back that's going to do some things this year. And you're going to go, wow, 
him and Joe Kahn are guys that are on the field are going to be carrying the ball, and the other team's going to have to tackle them all game long. It's punishment. I don't think people realize the type of punches that are going to come out of the backfield from this Seals Group duo. It's going to be something uh, pretty exciting to watch. And maybe lessen the blows and the need for Joe Kahn to have to break tackles as we're getting ready for the national anthem here, leading up to game time at the top of the hour between the Seals and the Green Dragons. And again, perfectly set up here beautiful night for high school football great games going on around the area we're going to keep an eye on different ones the shakalemi braves hosting the danville ironman what a big one that is we'll get a good idea of two future opponents of the sealings grove seals and also it's worth mentioning that lewisburg moves into the hack one so you add you add them into the mix and uh, makes things a lot more difficult and makes this game even that much more important we're going to listen to the national anthem here at bucknell university Here to National Anthem, you know we're not far from the opening kickoff between the Seals and the Green Dragons. But after the game, you want to stick around to hear scores and highlights from across the region with the Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night after the game here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Ryan, we talked about the counterpart of Nate Schoen and also Joe Kahn in the backfield. Boy, it's going to be utterly important as you're bringing, it on, bringing on a freshman quarterback. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, before we even get into talking about the quarterback situation, you know, we, we hit on seniors now, Joe Kahn and Ben Swifer, but I'm big on this one, too. And this guy's going both ways. And, and you know, I've been a pretty big fan of this kid. I like the way he plays. And that's Ziders. I, I, we've seen him in, you know, sophomore year, did some nice things, came in, filled in in big roles, much bigger role for him last year. Just seen the continuous growth. He's a good athlete really strong and he is going to be a big part of this offensive line this year and of course the defensive line and he's going to have to pave ways and lead the way along with Bainey there too guys with more experience and getting lanes for both Joe Kahn and for Schoen because yeah they're going to create some stuff at first contact but it's way better if they're creating at the second tier not at the line of scrimmage and I, I think a kid like Siders He's going to go out there and just keep doing what we've seen in the past, but probably only amplified with a whole offseason of working out and stuff. I'm super excited. Him and that's the third. What was there five seniors on this team? More than five. But is there, five very is, significant guys. Yeah, yeah it's, it's somewhere around that. It's not a whole lot. And those yep. three guys right there, in my opinion, are the seniors that are going to really have to lead the way for this team. But now, if you want, we can talk about the quarterback situation as they're going with a true freshman. 
You want to do it or me? You want to start this or me? Take it away. All right, so they're going with number 18. Danny Schock, freshman's getting a start here in game one. Big, big moment for him. And you think about even Logan Leiby played as a freshman but did not start week one his freshman year. Actually, I don't think he got his first start until week four. We said it was uh, against played Berwick. played in week four, absolutely, and yeah. he got the start against Berwick. Yeah. And, and you think about this, man, week one, freshman, oh, man, that, that's got to be a lot of nerves. So I actually contacted his dad, Mark. <laughs> I said, all right, dad. What are your thoughts right now as you're about to watch your son start as a freshman week one on the road? And I love what I got here. He said, of course, you know, I'm more nervous than he is. That's the obvious. And he said he talked talked with him last night. said Danny feels really prepped, feels ready to go, and, you know, gives a lot of kudos to the coaching staff. But the funny thing here is is he was a water boy for Lewisburg when his dad coached here in 2011. (laughs) So he's used to this stadium. And and it's ironic that this is his first time, his first game is going to be played here. But, hey, I like the sounds of it. He's comfortable in the stadium. He's been here before. He spent some time here. Yeah, he was on on the opposite side of the field, and he was a water boy. But, hey, maybe that will play into his performance tonight. I'll take it. I'll take anything I can get. Well, a lot has to be contributed to the way Derek Hick has gone about this and also his OC and Derek Pope preparing this guy for the big stage, as you mentioned. We're going to take a break, come back, talk about the probable starters for both teams, also get what's going to seal the deal for the victory for the Seals Grove Seals here tonight. We'll check with Ryan on that. It's a 79-degree night under sunny skies. Beautiful setup here for high school football. Let's take a break, come back as we continue with Seals Game Day here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. If your garage door made it through the test of time, but now is out of time, see the garage door experts at Click Associates Shemokin Dam. If a new garage door is the way you need to go, Click sells and installs high-quality insulated garage doors and LiftMaster electric operators that will keep your garage calm, cozy, and inviting all through whatever old man winter throws at it. Then, when spring rolls around, you'll know your garage door will be ready to block out the heat, humidity, and summer's worst weather. Hurry into Glicks and Shemokin Dam now. Remember, nobody does it better than Glicks. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of the Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Eagle 107. It's almost time for kickoff. From the stadium, here again are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Captains meeting at midfield. The captains for the Seals Grove Seals is Ben Swineford, Nate Schoen, Joe Kahn, and Blaze Ziders. Lewisburg Green Dragons will get the opening kickoff 
in this ballgame to start the 2018 season. Take a look at the offensive starters for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. We talk about their quarterback, Nick Selecki, 6'3", 215 pounds. In the backfield will be sophomore Max Moyer. And uh, the receiving core, Dylan Farinato, and also uh, Coleman Whitwright. He's a six foot, 170 pound senior up front. Adams, Feldman, Ghost, uh, and also Weiser. The tight end will be Snyder for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Lewisburg Green Dragons sport a good size offensive line up front. And uh, dealing with that on the defensive side for the Seals Grove Seals up front, we talked about that. Ryan talked about Blaze Ziders and the importance on both sides of the field, bringing in that experience. It'll go along with go along with Ziders will be Carroll and tr- number 68, Trey Bainey. The linebackers, Nate Schoen, Joe Kahn, Nick Schaefer, Wyatt Metzger. And the defensive backfield will be Ben Swineford and Josh Nyland at the corners with Cole Coy Bastion. At the safety, Coy is six foot, one hundred seventy-five pound sophomore playing that safety position on the defensive side for the Seals Grove Seals, and he's an exciting athlete too. Can't wait to see his sophomore campaign here. He's a great athlete, super strong. Can't wait to watch him play as a safety position. So, Rule will kick this one off as we get twenty eighteen underway here for the Seals Grove Seals on Eagle one hundred seven. Farinado at the fifteen gets to the twenty, breaks out to the 30, 35, 40. Spins away from a tackle and finally taken down by Christian Kantz all the way beyond the 45-yard line out to the 48-yard line, and that's where the Lewisburg Green Dragons will start this offensive possession. Again, Nick Chaletsky, the quarterback, good size at the quarterback position for the junior, 6'3", 215 pounds. Max Moyer will line up in the backfield behind a good size offensive line. Against Seals Grove Seals, Blaze Ziders, Trey Bainey up front, along with number 77 for the Seals Grove Seals. And, of course, that's Gavin Carroll. It'll be big up front to go along with those linebackers to try to shut down the sophomore running back, Max Moyer, who went over 1,000 yards a year ago, and he's coming off back-to-back 240-plus-yard games to finish up the 17th season. He gets the call. He's got a lot of room. Crosses into Seals Grove territory all the way inside the 40-yard line down to the 47-yard line. First first down of the 28th season for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And that was the right play call at the right time. Seals Grove went on the outside edges there, and the actual easy hole is where Lewisburg ran it directly. Max got some big yards there, but there you go. Bastion making his presence known as a safety. Sometimes you're just the last resort and keeping it from being too big of a play. He did his job there with a nice wrap-up. Tight formation with the fullback behind Chalewski. Give it to Moyer again. He's hit it in the backfield, drives forward close to the 35-yard line in Seals Grove territory. The market at the 36-yard line. We pick up about one for the Green Dragons as they're threatening on the opening possession against the Seals Grove defense. And right away, Ziders in the backfield tripped him up. Got the running back stumbling, and that's 55 in Ziders, and then five shown comes in and finishes it off. A nice play, Ziders getting in there and disrupting things behind the line of scrimmage. They stay with the eye formation. Moyer gets the pitch off the right side. Big hole inside the 35. Throws Nyland to the turf and finally finished off a host of Seals defenders. What a good job that time as he's able to get it to the 30-yard line. It'll be a short of a first down. Involved in the stop that time for the Seals Grove Seals number 12, Nick Nicholas Schaefer, the linebacker. Now, Nyland did a nice job. He came up, met the running back, limited the yards, did take quite a hit, 
but where he hit him is where the play ended. So Nyland, great job from that cornerback position, recognizing the run and showing a burst. I mean, the kid is fast. He got there, met the ball as quick as anybody would have. And uh, Seals Grove now pushing Lewisburg into third down. Third down and five. Chileski fumbles the ball. He's able to jump on top of it, but it's going to force a fourth down and five for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. As they have been moving the ball down the field, able to run the ball well. That followed up a good return by Dylan Farinato. The offense will stay out there on this fourth down and medium play for the Green Dragons. Ziders almost had his hands on that ball. Shedleski, presence of mind as quarterback to find it, stay calm, and jumped on it. But, man, another half second, that would have been Ziders ball. Fourth down and about five and a half for the Green Dragons. Shalesky in the shotgun formation. Gets the snap. Gives it to Moyer. Big hole. He's grabbed at the 30-yard line. He'll be short of a first down. Turnover on downs to the Seals Grove Seal offense. Joe Kahn coming through like a senior should, a leader of this team. Big first tackle of the season for Joe Kahn. Stopping it a yard short of a first down on fourth down. Oh, man, big play by Joe. And the Seals Grove defense came out, took a couple hits, tightened things up. And uh, they stopped four run plays to huddle to nine yards. They're going to get the ball back in decent position. So a bend but not break on that opening possession by the Seals Grove defense. But they're able to come up big on a fourth down and five, making the stop, turn the ball over on downs. Seals Grove will take over first down and ten, the first offensive possession here in 2018. And they'll start from their own 29-yard line. Shock under center, takes the snap, gives it to Khan, hitting the backfield, drives forward. Hard time getting back to the original line of scrimmage. Not much there. Green shirts around. As Lewisburg sports the white helmet, all green uniforms. Seals Grove in the blue helmets and the all white uniforms. There were a lot of green shirts around on that play there. Yeah, nothing going there. But, I mean, Lewisburg had nine guys in the box there. I mean, they are, they're going to say, good, freshman. Let's see what you can do. They're going to pack it in right now. Shotgun formation this time. Backs to each side of Shock. Waiting for the snap from Ziders. Good snap. Going to give it to Schoen. Schoen gets to the outside with some speed. A good block it. Able to punish the tackler at the 40-yard line. It's going to be enough for Seals Grove first down. And that was a rookie run there by Schoen. It was a great run. Get the first down. Found the edge. But he wanted to punish that guy. The kid put his head down. All he had to do was make a little move, and he's gone. That was a touchdown. Schoen was too worried there about laying the big hit. That's one of these things you learn early in the season, his first carry as a varsity player. But I think that could have been a touchdown if he just would have been a little bit more agile instead of powerful there. He does pick up the first down, so Seals Grove has it at their own 41-yard line. No score, just starting the opening quarter here from Bucknell University. Schoen in the open. He's in Lewisburg territory. 30, 25, 20. To the 10, 5, touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. And that's what I'm talking about. Just be that athlete that he is, and he's showing speed there. The big boy can run. He is big and strong, but he's got some speed, too. That's the fifth grader I've been telling you about now, Pat, for a long time. A very special athlete, and what a special second carry of his career for him for the big touchdown. What was that, 59 yards? Great job up front. Gave him the initial opening. And, boy, he might have gone untouched for that touchdown run. First touchdown of the season for the Seals Grove Seals, and it's sophomore Nate Schoen from the fullback position. Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point here, trying to push the Seals Grove lead up to 7 nothing. Looking for the snap here. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up. Plenty of distance. Did it get through? And it did. 
The Seals Grove Seals, just like that, go up 7-0 over the Green Dragons. A three-play drive covering 71 yards, only taken in a minute and 12 seconds. Nate Schoen takes it 59 yards for the touchdown run. That drive summary brought to you by Seals Grove Ford. That's the way you do it, baby. That's the way you do it. And, you know, a great job by the offensive line. If you're not going to be able to get hands on Joe Kahn and or Nate Schoen, you're in a lot of trouble. If that offensive line is going to open up holes like that, and they're going to be able to get some steam uh, running downhill kind of style, not many people are going to bring down our running backs. Get ready for this all year if that's the type of blocking that Seals Group can do week in and week out because those two guys are punishing runners. They've got speed. They're athletes. They're tough. And arm tackles just aren't going to do it. And you saw it right there, showing went 59 yards for the first touchdown of the season. And fellow sophomore Kyle Rule able to kick it through the uprights to push Seals Grove up 7-0 with 8-19 to go here in the opening quarter. And remember, the game started with an impressive return by Dylan Farinato, and he stands off to the left of Kyle Rule in this one. Let's see where this ball flies off the foot of rule it's going to be a swim kick it's going to bounce to an up man who fumbles it around at the 20-yard line finally picks it up he fumbles the ball it's on the ground there's a scramble for it at the 23-yard line and from the reaction of both teams the lewisburg green dragons are going to be able to retain possession but almost a disastrous fumble by the green dragons and an opportunity for the seals grove seals goes unaccomplished wow i wish i could have caught who was that got a hand on that ball but Actually, on the way he fielded the kickoff, it was on the ground, bouncing, but he was kind of shaky with it. I was like, ah, he got control, but then right out of nowhere, Seals Grove player comes in, pats the ball loose. But, yeah, very fortunate for Lewisburg. Seals Grove would have had the ball with all the momentum and great field position. So first down and 10 for Lewisburg. Shaletsky in the shotgun formation at his own 23-yard line. Blitz coming. Looking to the right of Shaletsky. Gets rid of it. Scott Farinato makes the catch. As Nyland there to take him down immediately. Chileski was getting some pressure, but was able to get rid of and show his big arm and get it out to Farinato. For the short pickup, about four, maybe five. It'll be second down and five for Lewisburg, trailing 7 nothing to the Seals. And, and Nyland with a little bit uh, off coverage there, giving some respect to the good athlete and Farinato. And to give credit and throw to Shedleski, he, he made a nice throw there. But Nyland closing in quick, minimizing the game. Blitz coming again. As coming off the right side was Micah Showers. He was also the guy to put pressure on Celeste the last time. But this is going to be a false start going against the Green Dragons. If you just joining us, Nate Schoen was able to rip off a 59-yard touchdown run, get the scoring underway here for both teams. Seals Grove leading 7-0. 739 to go here in the opening quarter. Lewisburg has it at their own 23-yard line after that five-yard loss. Sets up a second down and 10. Two wide receivers will split to the left, one to the right for Chaletsky. Moyer in the backfield, gets the call. He's met immediately, knocks him down right at the 25-yard line, coming through to blow that up. Nick Schaefer, number 12, he's got big shoes to fill and wearing a number 12 for the Seals Grove Seals, but Tony Dress would be proud of that hit by Nick Schaefer on Max Moyer. Yeah, that was two guys collide, and neither guy budged, kind of fell right there in their tracks, but... Schaefer kid from the linebacker position, 
getting some real playing time right now. I, I don't remember him getting too much last year, but, boy, he's making presence known there with hits like that. It's his first uh, or second tackle of the game. Trips to the left this time. Chelsea's looking to his left. He's got time. Gets rid of it on a slant in and out of his intended receiver's hands and defended well by Swineford. Well, if you look at the sun, I was wondering how that was going to be. Seals Group deferred, got the better field uh, side here to start the game. That sun is shooting back at any receiver that looks back at the ball. That went right through his hands and hit him right in the face mask. So I, I'm going to give the sun some credit there on defense, and uh, we'll take it. Farinato will punt for the seal or excuse me the lewisburg green dragons farinato averaged over 34 yards a punt a year ago so a good punter good athlete he's staying at his own 12 yard line shown and nylon back waiting for this punt it's going to go to shown he bubbles it bumps it at the 45 yard line recovered by the green dragons so in and out of the hands of nate shown and the Lewisburg Green Dragons were able to jump on it. They'll have it in business at the Seals Grove 45-yard line. First turnover of the night for either team. Yeah, tough catch there. He had to run up to the ball. wasn't a very good kick. Two guys were right there and the sun in his face. That was a very difficult uh, uh, play there to catch. Maybe one he should have just stepped aside and let bounce and, and just take the ball. But high, high risk, high reward, I guess, kind of thing. That time it was all risk. So Seals Grove defense will stay on the field after the muff punt by Nate Schoen. And Lewis Berger come out, trips to the left, one wide receiver to the right. That's Chaletsky split to the right. But the kind of the Wildcat look here as Dylan Farinato gets the call. And he'll take it straight up the middle, crossing the 45 to the 37-yard line. Goes Dylan Farinato for about seven yards maybe eight after it's said and done it'll be a second down and short for the lewisburg green dragons yeah good hole there they got through it hit it fast and micah showers comes in and finishes them off but not before he picks up seven seven yards almost eight yards on the play so let's get back at quarterback now with two wide spill it split to the left fair not a wide to the left with Swineford on him, but Schletzi's going to keep it. Gets a block from Moyer. He fumbles the ball. White shirts all over. Micah Showers with a recovered fumble, and the Seals Grove Seals will get the ball right back. And Nate Schoen just knocked the ball free with a big hit. Popped it out. So, you know, he had the turnover on the pump, but he gets it back, and Micah Showers jumps on the loose ball. So, big play by Schoen on the hit. Micah Showers jumps all over it. So, getting that young, early, um, young season, early mistakes here. We've seen some balls hit the turf for both teams. This one fumbled by Lewisburg and again recovered by the Sealens Grove Seals. So Danny Schock will return to the field here. He's already taken his offense in for one touchdown. Sealens Grove leading 7-0 here in the first quarter. 5.56 to go. They take over first down to 10 outside the 30-yard line. Shotgun by Shock Gives it to Khan. Makes a man miss at the 32. Drag a defender to the 39-yard line. Ryan, that's the type of run we're used to seeing from Joe Kahn. Makes one man miss and drag defenders as he does there out to the 40-yard line. It'll make it a second down and three. And that's the combo there. You get Kahn that runs so hard and shown, which is big and strong and runs hard. And, and you're asking a defense just to constantly take those punches. It's got to wear you down as the game goes on. So it'll be a second down and caught at three. Wide receivers to each side. Nyland going in motion from left to right. Shot gives it to Kahn again at the 40. Met there by Dobler. It'll be tackled immediately. Maybe a half-yard pickup. That's it. It'll set up a big third-down play. Ryan, remember, through each quarter, 
We're trying to find the backbreaker play of the game, the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Each quarter we try to find a candidate for that distinction at the end of the game, and then during the postgame show we'll announce the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Third down play here. Swiper split far to the right. He hasn't had an opportunity here yet in the early season. Nylon split the other way. Shotgun give it to Schoen. Hit it in the backfield and he'll go down. Just Nothing there. Nice job up front. Too, too many guys. Too many guys in the box there. Lewisburg's just like, make your QB do something. And so far, we have not seen a pass attempt out of Danny Schock. Uh, Seals Group goes for their sixth play of the game and their sixth run. That time shown on third and two, just, you know, got swallowed up in the back though, never could get any momentum going. But that's because Lewisburg literally put nine guys in the box. So they're daring Seals Grove to throw the ball. Punting situation here. As it'll be a short punt this time. It's going to be caught by Farinato. And he's going to make the catch at the 37-yard line off the fair catch. So Lewisburg, good field position to start this possession. They trail 7-0 with 3.58 to go here in the opening quarter. Nate Schoen, the lone touchdown here tonight on a 59-yard touchdown run. Got big games going on around. We're keeping an eye on the big one in our eyes. It's the danville Shikalimi game. That's the Blaze Alexander Four Tough game of the week. Again, as Danville Ironman traveled to take on the Chickalemi Braves. We'll get updated scores on that throughout the night from our producer, Sean Carey. Shalevsky gives the ball to Moore. You're hitting the backfield. He'll go down. Got to give credit out there. Metzger involved in the stop, but also Nate Schoen coming through from his linebacker position. Loss on the play. The Lewisburg Green Dragons will now be faced with a second down and 13. A nice penetration there out of Metzger and Schoen. Both guys finishing off, too. I like the way Seals Group's tackling. Once their arms are getting on guys, they're not breaking out of them. That is a great thing. It shows they're well coached, and they're focused on wrapping up. That's key stuff and limiting extra yardage. Second down and calling it 14 with two wide receivers split to the right. Moyer goes in motion from out of the backfield. Cholesky rolling to his right. Look it, look it. Get rid of Farinata beyond the defense. Makes the catch at the 30. Up the right sideline. Going to outrun Coy Bastion's touchdown for the Lewisburg Green Dragon. Yeah, that's a, that's a never let a man get deeper than you as a safety. They, they bit up a little bit there. Bastion did. And Farinato put on some speed and got behind him. As soon as he got behind him, Farinato threw his hand up in the air. And as long as it was a good throw, it was over. And it was a perfect throw. It hit Farinato in stride down the sideline. And there's just no way if Bastion could make up five yards and, and, and catch that good athlete in Farinato. So we're seeing some young stuff here, some young players. I mean, common mistakes you see, especially early in the year, especially with young guys early in the year. Growing pains, that's what they are. But, you know, you regroup and, and we come back out. Liscom will attempt the extra point. It's up. It's good. We nodded this one up. 7-7, seven, seven, Ryan. Both teams have experienced big plays. Seals Grove came from the running game, and as you just mentioned, Lewisburg from the passing game as Chalesi gets his first touchdown pass of the season as he's able to find his main man. 33 catches a year ago by Farinato. He makes his first catch here, first touchdown catch, and it ties things up 7-7 between the Seals Grove Seals and the Lewisburg Green Dragons. As the Lewisburg Green Dragons were able to do it, on a two-play drive covering 63 yards, just taking 48 seconds as Dylan Farinato gets a 67-yard touchdown reception from his 
junior quarterback, Shiletsky. And again, we're all knotted up at 7-7. Brian, you talk about the sun and how it's impacted some things. We know that the, the Lewisburg Green Dragons had that impact with the sun when they were trying to catch the ball out of the backfield. Nate Schoen, we think that his buff punt was sun-related as well, but you can see how the sun's starting to set. It will become less of a factor as we move along, obviously. Well, and that pass there was actually made it in the made in the shaded half of the field here, so the near side. So, that, you know, that, that could be some good coaching on Lewisburg's part there, knowing if they're going to throw, they want to throw away from uh, where the sun's blaring in. But I think you're, I think you're uh, only about 10, 15 minutes away to where the sun's not even going to be a factor. So Liscomb will kick this one away. Schoen and Nyland are deep. It's going to go far to the right away from Nyland, and it's going to stop right at the 11-yard line. Nyland will pick it up there, trying to scoot up the right sideline, and he's going to be stopped and tackled there outside the 20-yard line at about the 21-yard line on the stop for the Lewisburg, Lewisburg Green Dragons. Ethan Dominic, the athlete, he's just a freshman at 5'9", but he made a good stop on the sophomore, on the junior, excuse me, Josh Nyland. Well, I'll bet you any money right now, Pat. Well, not any money. I'll bet you little money <laughs> that we see a run, or I mean a pass, in this possession here. Something simple, a little dump, just to get Danny uh, comfortable in the game, get a little bit of flow, because they're going to have to have the threat of the pass. And if they don't, Lewisburg is just going to keep piling it in, and that's going to make it very tough to run. Now we're getting a penalty. So penalty without the play run. So, obviously, something happened on the kickoff, on the return for holding. the Seals Grove Seals, a holding call. So, it's going to back them up, and they're going to be inside their own 15, about the 12-yard line. Ryan, we talk about the schedule and this importance of this one. We're looking at seven out of the ten teams made district playoffs a year ago that Seals Grove will take on. Four teams are in the top preseason, top 16 for both the uh, WNEP and WBRE. So, we know the schedule. We know the importance of this opening game. Shock under center this time. Long back in the backfield is Khan. Shock's going to throw it. He's got a man. Schoen makes the catch. He's blown up at the 13-yard line. Dylan Farinata comes up and makes the stick on Schoen. But just as you talked about, Ryan, got to be able to throw it a little bit. They do there. And uh, Nate Schoen was able to make the catch for about a two-yard pick. And, and I like it. I like the little uh, roll out there with the fullback. Hit him. Good hands, good athlete. You know he's going to hang on to the ball with his size and strength. And he took a big hit from two guys. But I uh, sorry, no, nobody's tougher on this field right now than Nate showed. So you could hit him all you want, and clap all you want. He's going to get right back up. 225 to go to the opening quarter, all tied up at seven. Shock's going to keep it on the run this time. Up under a defender. Still going to the 20, out to the 22-yard line near the first down marker for the freshman quarterback. We know he's able to do that from an athletic standpoint. Good call there. Did he get a first down? And they may have to measure it here. It gives a chance, which we haven't had because of the big run by Schoen and then the, the muff of the offensive starters for the Seals Grove Seals. Of course, the freshman, Danny Schock, a quarterback in the backfield. Nate Schoen has got the lone touchdown for the Seals. Joe Kahn returning after a 1,000-yard season a year ago. The receiving core, Ben Swineford, and the leading receiver returning for the Seals Grove Seals is Josh Nyland, the junior. Uh, the, the offensive line, Klein, Showers, Ziders, and Thomas, and Bainey. The tight end is Metzger for the Seals Grove Seals. But it's going to be short of a first down by a yard, but Seals Grove Seals need to pick up a big first down here to keep this possession going. And they're hurrying up to the line. Under center is shot. Turns. Gives it to Schoen. 
Schoen trying to stretch it for the first down. This becomes an inexact science about exactly where the ball is. Of course, Seals Grove saying first down, but it, it's going to be the officials who are going to make this call and haven't gotten a signal yet. Are they going to look to measure this one again? It's going to be official timeout and allow us to see if they got the first down. Also, haven't been able to mention um, the Lewisburg defense as well. Up front, Snyder, Weiser, and Goss. Uh, Sailor, Spalding, Dobler, Feldman, Ramirez, Farinato, and Max Moyer to go along with Ronnie Lentz. So on the defensive side, the starters for the Lewisburg Green Dragons coming in tonight. An inch short. So it'll be short there, which forces a fourth down. Dean Hollenbach is the putter for the Seals Grove Seals, filling in for Logan Leiby, who did not only everything else, but he also was a putter. They're keeping the offense on the field right now. We'll see if they line them up, see if they can get them to jump off sides, or are they going to go for it here with 138 to go in the opening quarter? Tied up 7-7. Two big plays, put points on the board. A 59-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen for the Seals and a 67-yard touchdown reception by Farinato. The spotlight guys we knew coming in make big plays, and we're knotted up 7-7. Seals are going to line up here as if they're going to go for it. Two wide receivers split to the left, one wide receiver to the right. Shock will walk up behind center. Joe Kond alone back in the backfield. Fourth down and inches. Shock takes it, follows behind Ziders, gets a push, and it looks like he'll have enough for a first down as we wait for the official signal. And I love that play because you think, okay, they're going to go up to line of scrimmage, maybe try and get you to jump, give you some hard counts, and they don't. They hike it right away and, and, and push forward with their and trust their offensive line and their QB to get that inch, and they did it. That's a heads-up call. The timing of it, the count, everything was perfect there from the coaching staff. Well done. First down, as we said, Follow behind a good push from that offensive line. A big first down for the Seals from a confidence standpoint. All knotted up at 7-7. Shotgun this time for Shock. Backs to each side of him. Takes a snap. Gives it to Khan. Khan taking it out to the left. Cuts it under defender. And it'll be taken down there as he gets to the 25-yard line on the stop that time. Feldman, number 52 for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. A junior, 5'10", 210 pounds, able to take Khan down. After a half-yard pickup, it'll still be a second down and long for the Seals. Long back in the backfield. This time will be Nate Schoen. They'll send two wide receivers split to the left. That'll be Swineford. In the slot will be Nylon. Christian Kantz, the lone wide receiver to the right. Chuck takes a snap, fumbles it, gets beyond him. He's chasing after it, will fall on top of it, back to the 11-yard line. That's heads up. That's a heads up play right there by a young man just to jump on the ball. It's a 7-7 game, first quarter. They're going to get out of this quarter right now with only 10 seconds. I like that play. Just get on it and stay alive. And that will be the final play of the first quarter. First quarter that see two big touchdowns. Again, shown 59-yard touchdown run. Farinato, a 67-yard touchdown reception for the Lewisburg Dragons. And again, we're all knotted up at 7-7. Let's take a break. Come back. Get ready for the second quarter. Exciting game here from Bucknell University. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. 
Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, try County Tag. Your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Try County Tag Service. Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Try County Tag Service. The Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Eagle 107. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Bucknell University to Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brands, X Showers, our producer, Sean Carey. We're all knotted up. It's 7-7, two big plays, one by each team, and we have it all knotted up. Looking at numbers from that first quarter, Con four carries, just eight yards. Shown, four carries, 68 yards, 59 of those come in on the touchdown run. Max Moyer has six carries for the Lewisburg Green Dragons for 22 yards. Farinato, two catches, 72 yards, and, of course, most of those 72 yards came on a 67-yard touchdown reception for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Moving to the second quarter, as Seals Grove will have it third down and long after the fumbled snap. He'll have it at their own 11-yard line. So expect them to play it safe here. Dobler showing blitz for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Shock takes it. Draw play this time. Nothing there. Gave it to Khan, and Khan goes down immediately. As Lyman is able to rip through and make that stop for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Going to bring up a fourth down and a punted situation for the Seals Grove Seals. The last snap by the Seals Grove Seals roll back to Hollenbach. So look to clean that up here as Christian as a Christian Cantz will be making the snaps for the Seals Grove Seals. Dylan Farinato standing at the Seals Grove 41-yard line waiting for this punt from Dylan Hollenbach. Gets it away. Goes right to Dylan Farinato at the 35. Makes a man miss at the 30. Still going up the left sideline. 15, 10. Going to be caught by Coy Bastion. Dragged out of bounds inside the five-yard line. A lot of Seals Grove players seem to be paying too much respect to the athlete in Farinato. They break down and stare at him. When you're going up against a really good athlete, a guy that's elusive, a guy that's got speed, the last thing you can do is break down and let him make a burst out around you. Just attack him, make him react to you. A lot of times you can clip him, trip him up, or at least push him out around and let other players make the play. Don't break down three, four yards in front of him. Be the aggressor, be the attacker. But Seals Grove, when he's got the ball, they seem to be breaking down a little too much as they're afraid of what he's going to do. Three-yard line is where they start this offense. Max Moyer able to take it in, in for the touchdown for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. His first rushing touchdown of the season for Max Warrior, the sophomore, his 13th of his career, and a quick hitter that time, taking advantage of the Dylan Farinato return to the three-yard line. One play drive, and it pushes Lewisburg out of top, 13-7, to as Liscomb will look to attempt this extra point off of Ramirez hold. It's gonna be They're going to have a penalty. On the play. Too many men on the field for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. But, Ryan, you know, you, you say it. You know, you have an athlete, you hear about him, you know what he's capable of doing, but you got to be the aggressor, can't sit back and wait. you got to come after him. Easier said than done. He's a good athlete. He saw he was able to make a couple guys miss, gets out in the open. Bastion able to make the save and tackle. But, again, Max Moyer was able to take 
the one-play drive in for the end zone for the touchdown to give Lewisburg their first lead of the night. Walk-off penalty against the Green Dragons. As Liscomb will tap the extra point, and it's blocked by Nate Schoen. So the penalty causes Liscomb to have to try to drill it, more of a line drive. Nate Schoen gets in there, takes it in the gut, and the extra point, no good. So a little bit of a momentum killer for your offense after you're able to get the touchdown. So now it stands a 13-7 lead for the Lewisburg Green Dragons after the Max Moyer touchdown run. And we'll see how big that is. Nate Schoen getting in and blocking the PAT. That can come into play late in the game. Could be a difference maker in this one. That touchdown for Max Moore comes with 11.07 to go here in the second quarter. As Lewisburg now has back-to-back touchdowns to take the 13-7 lead after Seelensgrove got on the board first with 8.19 to go in that first quarter off the shown touchdown run. But again, the extra point no good by the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And they lead 13-7. Liscomb will kick it off for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. He's shown some good strength in his foot. He's able to drive Nyland inside the five-yard line on that last return. He's a left-footed kicker, and you would think that's where he's going to go as Nyland lines up on the right side of the return team for the Seals Grove Seals. Now we talk about answering, Ryan, right? In the nine previous seasons, we talked about how does Seals Grove answer the opponent touchdown. Here's a perfect example. They get Lewisburg gets the lead. What does Seals Grove do now about answering that? And you know, you said it, and it's a good good point to make about they're going to have to try to find that balance. You want to do it slowly, but also you see yourself down 13-7. You got to try to mix it in. Swift kick, and it hits Micah Showers in the foot. He's able to dive on top of it. In Lewisburg territory at the 48-yard line. I don't think that was by design just by how the other 10 guys for Lewisburg were. They were looking to fly downfield, make a tackle. I think the kicker just didn't get the ball right. Ended up being a hard kick right off of Micah Shower's legs. And I don't think the kicker was ready for it either because, honestly, the kicker was closer to the ball, but his reaction was, was delayed. Micah heads up, jumped on it. Great field position because of all that. As we talk about them trying to answer that Lewisburg touchdown where they've taken the lead 13-7 with 11.05 to go here in the second quarter. Seals Grove does have good field position to do just that, to answer that touchdown. Some conversation down on the field as the play clock had not been reset. The senior Ziders turns, talks to the ref, get it reset, and we're getting ready to get underway. Shotgun, a sh- shotgun formation with two wide receivers split to the left. Siders, the center, get ready to make the snap, and he does. Shock rolling to his left, gets the pressure, steps under a defender, able to get away from another defender, drives it all the way inside the 45-yard line to the 44-yard line. He'll pick up about three on the run. It'll be a second down and seven for the Seals. And I like it. I mean, he rolled out, nothing there. Did a good job by the offensive line to give him some more time. Danny cut inside of, of an outside pressure, a good inside block. And he found some yards to make it a positive play and put it a second in a short eight, pushing seven. Shock looking over the defense. Got Ferronato's the safety. He's got to keep an eye on where he's at all the time. Shock gets the call, gives it to Khan. Khan hitting the backfield, spins, goes nowhere. Loss on the play. Loss about one. It'll be a third down and nine. And boy, Ryan, you said it. Lewisburg is selling out for the run game, understandably so. Now we look to see what Coach Pope, the offensive coordinator, will try to mix in here on his third down play. 
Seals Grove has it at the Lewisburg 46-yard line, trailing 13-7 to with 9.57 to go here in the first half. Uh, what they know where Khan is on every single play. Lewisburg is glued on him right now. Five receivers to each side. Shot drops back. He's got some time. Now he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. Reverses at field. Be a chase. Now he's got Khan out in the flat. Khan makes the catch. Looking for his lighter's block. Makes a man miss. Drag a defender. But he's going to be short of a first down as he's able to take it inside the 45-yard line to the 42-yard line. So it's going to be a fourth down and a long five. And you see Dean Hollenbach coming out. and looks like they'll put this one away to try to pin Lewisburg deep in their own territory. Wow, Danny keeping it alive with his feet. He's, I think he's realizing these varsity games, everyone's pretty is a lot faster than he's used to the junior high. He couldn't break out around the edge, but he did find Joe Kahn coming back to the ball. And honestly, Ziders made a big block to allow Kahn to get to some open room. And if it wasn't for number three for Lewisburg, that was going to be a first down. Hollenbach gets it away. It's a good high kick. It's going to go away from Farinato. Check a good bounce inside the five. It'll be touched down at the one-yard line for the Sealers Grove Seals. Racing down there to be able to spot it down. Nick Schaefer, so a great punt by Hollenbach, was able to put the ball away from Farinato and get a great bounce, hustling down there with Schaefer, and they pin the ball inside the one-yard line for the Lewisburg Green Dragons to take over first down and ten. Yeah, 41-yard punt. That's a great punt. Great call by the coaching staff. I was wondering if they might go for it there, uh, you know, since Khan got something in that play, make it a more manageable fourth down. But they obviously made the right call, pinning Lewisburg back. And here you go. Ken, the senior in Ziders or, or in Khan or even, you know, Nate Schoen, the linebacker position, make a play here and get some points for this defense. As Chileski will keep it, trying to get a drive straight up the middle to give him some room from the goal line. Not much there. Looks like they'll give him two, though, so pretty hefty two yards that time by your junior quarterback. Slow getting off the turf. Good size, 6'3", 215-pound, number 10 for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. But it's going to bring up second and seven after they're calling that a three-yard pickup and a big three yards for the Green Dragons. And good luck picking a guy that got that tackle. That yeah. was 22 guys inside a very small circle that looked like a rugby scrum there and i don't know anything about rugby so i can't even believe i'm bringing that up my brother did play in college we'll give him a call yeah so be a second down and seven 805 to go in the first half seals grove trailing 13 to 7 blitz coming so he gets rid of it got Farinata wide open making a tackle is bastion but it's enough for first down as he crosses the 15 yard line out close to the 17 Yard line, an easy pitch and catch for the Green Dragons. Uh, that's a junior-senior combination that's been going on for three years. Timing was perfect there. You could see that they were comfortable in that route, and that was just like playing in the backyard for them. That was a nice play, and uh, Farinato's got some sure hands. He brings that in, turns up field, and gets the first down. First down and 10 for the Green Dragons, leading 13-7. to 13 unanswered points by the Green Dragon. Chalecki looking to pass. Now he's going to give it a draw to Moyer, and he's going to be tackled in the backfield. Is that Schaefer coming through and making the stop? Trying to get the number, and it looks like it was number 12 making the stop also along with number 77 for the Seals, Grove Seals. Number 77, that's Gavin Carroll involved in the stop. So loss on the play, second down now, and we're going to call it about 15 for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Find where Farinato is and deal him up as he's going to line up in the slot. The trips to the left for the Green Dragons. 
Cholesky waiting for the snap. Gets it. Drops back. Under a little bit of pressure. It's got some time now, though. Gets rid of it. Man makes the catch at the 20-yard line. Gets away from Swineford, making the catch number 21. That's Brett Newcomb. He's a senior, 5'9", 140 pounds, makes the catch. But Swineford got a lot of help. Went down immediately at the 19-yard line. Short of a first down, it's going to be a third down and about eight for the Green Dragons. A good open field tackle there by Metzger, wrapping up and bringing him to the ground. Shedleski didn't like the way the tackle was there. He came over and was speaking on behalf of the wide receiver that got pushed on the ground, but things a little bit fired up there. Khan lines up at the safety position this play here. Shedleski drops back. Quick out this time to Dylan Farinato, making the catch, but tackled immediately by Metzger. Nice job. How much of a form tackle was that to make sure you get down the explosive athlete in Dylan Farinato? Short of a first down, it'll be a fourth down at a long five for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. They're going to have to punt it away. Big tackle. And, and Wyatt Metzger really has changed his body in the offseason. He, he he has those pads. They fit him right. I mean, he looks big and strong out there. Two plays in a row with him flying over the field making big plays. Farinata will kick this one away. Nyland and Shown back. Shown fair catch at the 46-47 yard line. Seals Grove will take over first down and 10. Trailing 13-7 with 5.36 to go here in the opening half, right? Kind of what we thought as this thing unfolds in front of us. They are trailing 13-7, but some early mistakes, mistakes that happen when you don't have that second scrimmage. We talked about it for years. This is, for a lot of them, what they feel would be a second scrimmage. So you're going to see mistakes, but it's only a 13-7 game. Seals Grove trailing as Seals Grove takes over first down at 10 at their own 47-yard line. And, Pat, we've watched a lot of football now in our 10th season. Again, this is the type of game is who's in better condition. The end of this game is going to be about, if it still stays close, which I think it's going to, who is in better condition. As Shock's going to take off. Tackled in the backfield. Nowhere to go. Good stop that time coming up by the defender for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. The loss on the play of about five. So it'll be a second down and 15 for the Seals Grove Seals. And that's one thing you want to avoid is having a second and third down and long as you're trying to pick up first down and move those chains. But that's what Seals Grove's faced with now is they'll have it at their own 43-yard line. Shock waiting for the snap from Ziders. Hits the snap, drops back, steps up, takes off. Be met by a couple Green Dragons at the 45-yard line and will go down there. Is that Dobler on the stop along with some teammates there? But it was Dobler who came up. We heard from Greg Wetzel who calls the Lewisburg Green Dragon teams. And he said Dobler's the type of guy that you keep an eye on him. It's almost like he tell you where the football is. And that's a perfect example. He took shot down. It's now a third down and 12 for the Seals. Yeah, Danny had some good protection. I think he felt a little bit of pressure there, felt a little rush. Tucked and went, but he did pick up some positive yardage. He drops back. He's got some time. Looking deep down the left sideline. Got a man out there beyond the defense. In and out of the hands of Swineford. A lot of contact there. There is a flag. Are they saying the flag? Weatherite on the coverage for the Green Dragons. There is. It's laying right on the line. You can barely see it. I, see I it thought right there. there was quite a bit of contact there. That's a big play. That was a beautiful throw. Timing was right there. And Swiper did a great job to be able to create some some separation just enough for that ball to almost fall in. But like I said, he was fighting off 
well, defensive pass interference. And that's the size thing there, because I really thought the coverage was good stride-wise. It was stride for stride, but with the length that Swineford has, the smaller cornerback just seemed to be using his hands a little too much to try and get down the longer reach of Swineford, and that's the way I saw it, and officials saw it the same way there. So did get a flag there. It's laying directly on the 25-yard line, so we did not see it at first. But I, I thought that was a good call there for the ref. And uh, Seelensgrove is going to get the first down because of it. Swineford becomes the main target after Seelensgrove loses Jared Ants, Ricky Cope, Cody Showers, uh, who are third, fourth, and 19 leading receivers in program history. Seniors accounted for 3,121 yards and 3,822 receiving yards last two. That's 82%. As Joe Kahn gets the call, he's out the open at the 20, the 15, the 10, 5. Touchdown for the Seelensgrove Seals. You might have contained him for a little while, but when you got a running back like Joe Kahn in the backfield, eventually he's going to make something happen. I think you're going to celebration penalty here. This is not coming back. As Joe Kahn followed behind a good offensive push, a good opening, got into the secondary and was able to take it in for the Seals Grove touchdown. There is a penalty on the play. As Ryan said, feels like it's a part of the celebration on the Joe Kahn touchdown run as official will come over and give us the call. It comes after the touchdown, unsportsmanlike against the Seals. So, Ryan, what that does, that creates a long extra point try here in a, a situation where Lewisburg got their extra point block. Seals Grove trying to take the lead here, but now they'll be forced into a long extra point here to try to take the lead. We watched Rule kick during warm-ups, and he's got plenty of leg to take care of this. Yeah, I mean, he was kicking them from, third, uh, from 45, so... You know, as long as the snap's good and as long as the line gives a tiny bit of time, I think Rule will punch this through from this distance. I don't think it should shake things up. Red 4 is the holder. He'll hold it for Rule. Looks like, is it going to be taken on the kickoff? Maybe we'll take it on the kickoff because they, they do have the ball still at spot at the same spot, so maybe they'll take it on the kickoff. Kind of surprised under the circumstance that maybe you would try to, but maybe they're well aware of this kid's capable of kicking, so use it on the kickoff. So, this is a standard distance for an extra point for Rule as Brett Ford will be doing the holding. Christian Kant's the snap. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up. Plenty of distance. Did he get in there? And it's good. So Salem's Grove, Ryan, we talked about it. How does the Salem's Grove team answer the opponent touchdown? It took a little extra, but Joe Kahn gets the touchdown run as he was able to cover the 40 yards of the 53-yard drive, taking four plays, only a minute and 34 seconds. And again, Khan gets the touchdown run, his first of the season. That drive summary brought to you by Sealands Grove Ford. That uh, was a big play, a big answer by the senior and Joe Khan. And that was a heck of a kick by Rule, too, though, coming in there under pressure, knowing that this is a, a very crucial PAT to give you the lead with four minutes to go here in the second half. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, the second yeah, second half here is our first half is going to come in here about four minutes, but Seals Grove answering back. There's a lot of growing pains in this. I like what I'm seeing, but I think we go back and we look at a backbreaker play. Yeah, we can go as far as Smoking Dam Health Center back. Right? We can go with the con run and the shown run, but I think also that pass interference as Nick Swinefer is going down the sideline, Danny Schock trying to hit him for the big pass play. Uh, that could be uh, out there for a backbreaker play because that kept that drive alive. And that was on a third down and 12. So huge penalty giving Seals Grove the first down, and it was one play later. Joe Kahn, 45-yard TD play. 
been big plays here tonight by both teams. Dylan Farinato setting up the second touchdown for the Lewisburg Green Dragons on his return. Took it inside the five-yard line. Finished off by Max Boyer, the touchdown run. But then, as you mentioned, Khan comes back with a 40-yard touchdown run. Four-play drive, 53 yards covered. The extra point by rule is good. Seals Grove takes the lead 14-7 to with 4.02 to go here in the first half. Rule swip kick this time. Farinato comes up, catches at the 30. He's at the 40, 45. Got some room into Seals Grove territory. Trying to get to the sideline. Being chased by Kantz and thrown out of bounds inside the 40-yard line down to the 38-yard line. So we get an opportunity to see this athlete that we spotlighted. And, boy, he does a nice job in the open field. Great field position for the Green Dragons, who now are trying to answer the Seals Grove touchdown that has allowed the Seals to regain the lead at 14-13. Uh, you know, Seals Grove, one thing they have to do is tighten up this uh, kickoff coverage. Farinato is just getting anywhere he wants, getting outside of the containment, going up the middle, making guys miss. Definitely going to be a halftime adjustment. Need to be made with the special teams play when it comes to coverage. High formation behind Chaletsky. He turns, gives it to Max Moyer. Tackled in the backfield. Goes down quickly. Had a good play by Blaze Ziders. Ah, man, that was a great play. I don't think good says enough. That was a one-hand tackle. He had a blocker on him, dove, and wrapped up with one hand at the waist and took down the running back, which already had some good steam there. For Well, they're not going to say a loss. It is a loss. It's about a half a yard. We're going to say a one-yard loss play. So tackle tackle for a loss there for Ziders. A timeout on the field taken by the Green Dragons following that Blaze Ziders stop. Gives an opportunity for the first time to send it back to Sean Carey as he gives up updated scores on other games going on around the Valley. Sean, take it away. All right, Pat and Ryan, thanks very much. On the Aubrey Alexander Toyota scoreboard currently on News Radio 1070 WKOK second quarter, Danville 21, Shikalemi 7. Also across the Valley, Southern Columbia shutting out Bloom, 21-0. Second quarter, Tamaqua, 21, Line Mountain, nothing. In the second quarter, Williamsport, 27, Central Mountain, 6. Scores in the second quarter, Central Columbia, 7, Mount Carmel, 2. Shimokin and Milton, they're tied 7-7. That game being played at Danville tonight. North Schuylkill, 17-7 over Loyal Sock. Muncie, 7-0 over Warrior Run. Mifflinburg, 7-0 over Hughesville. And in the second quarter, Belfont and Jersey Shore tied 7-7. Get your scores at eagle107.com as we get back to Lewisburg. Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Following the timeout, the Seals Grove Seals defense able to make a big play on that first down, forcing a timeout. Second down and 11 for the Green Dragons. They have it to Seals, 39-yard line. Cholesky drops back. Got some a man out in the flat, overthrown. Defended well behind by Bastion and in front by Khan, but for a second it looked like Shalesky had his receiver number three, Ramirez, open. And, and honestly, Shalesky, the one thing on the scouting report that we had, and some things that we saw uh, is he was not the most accurate. His percentages were not that great last year uh, at 40%, but tonight, that's the first pass he's been off on. I thought he's been, been extremely impressed tonight. Poised, delivering a good throws, and uh, hitting guys to stride, but First time tonight that I saw him really overthrow and wasn't accurate. Big third down play here. Chalesky drops back. Lookin's got plenty of time. Now runs out of it. Trying to get to the sideline. Caught from behind by Nate Schoen along with Metzger. And Micaiah Showers also on the stop for the Seals Grove Seals. It's going to be a fourth down. 
as they'll put the ball outside the 40, about the 41-yard line. Yeah, nice play there. Hey, offensive line for Lewisburg doing the job. Give credit to the secondary for Seals Group. There's nothing opening up. And then uh, after so much time, somebody's going to break free. And as you said, it was Showers, Schoen, and Metzger each getting in on that tackle. By the way, Moyer, the running back, Max for Lewisburg, 15 yards on his first carry of the game. He's only had four yards on his last eight carries. Seals Grove uh, fixing that real quick. Very standard 3-5 defense by the Seals Grove Seals and Coach Derek Hicks. Farinato will kick this one away. A short kick. Nyland's going to come up and field it at the 20-yard line as he makes the fair catch call. Seals Grove leading 14-13, 2-32 to go here in the opening half of the 2018 season. Ryan and I in our 10th season of covering the Seals Grove Seals. Our first season, well, it was a memorable one. 2009, Seals Grove went to the state championship, and they won the state championship in 2009. Only undefeated team in the state that year. And Seals Grove has given us plenty to be excited about over the years. And as we watch this team unfold in front of us, we're expecting the same under great senior leadership, along with some younger guys as they come on here. Speaking of younger guys, shock under center, eye formation behind him. He turns, gives it to Khan, looking for a block from Schoen, gets it. He's into the open field, the 35, 40, makes a move at the 50. Farinato makes the saving stop as he takes it. They're going to put it right at midfield. Big run by senior Joe Khan. And just like that, Joe Khan's knocking on the century mark here in the first half yardage-wise. He's got to be pushing somewhere in the 80s now. Um, but what a run there, and the thing is, you got athlete on athlete, Joe Kahn meeting Farinato. Farinato's got to make the tackle, or it's an 80-yard touchdown run, and Joe Kahn puts a beautiful spin move of Farinato just enough to hang onto the foot and bring Kahn down. He had four games of over 100 yards a year ago, closing on his first of 2018. Shock drops back, first pass out to Nyland, in and out of his hands, and falls incomplete. Yeah, that wasn't a bad pass. A little high, but your hands are on it. Both hands, you've got to make that catch. So your leading receiver, return, returner for the Seals Grove Seals in Nyland, unable to make that catch there. Brings up a second down and 10. The ball's at midfield for the Seals Grove Seals, leading 14-13. Exactly two minutes to go here in the first half. Stick around in halftime. We'll give you some updated scores from around the region with Sean Carey. Also stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and a lot more breaking down that first half and what we should look to see here in the second half for the Seals. Shotgun a shotgun formation. Going to give it to Khan on the draw. Spins out of a tackle, but not going to be able to get away from three or four green shirts. Dobler, the first guy in there, and then also coming in to help make the stop there was Spalding for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Third down and 10. Still the ball sits right at midfield for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, the Seals got off to a 7 nothing lead. Lewisburg, 13 unanswered points to take a 13-7 lead. A Joe Kahn, 40-yard touchdown run, and Seals Grove leads 14-13 as they now have it third down and 10 at midfield. Swiper split far to the right. One-on-one with the defender, Ramirez. Timeout's going to be called here. Some Lewisburg coaches were screaming about personnel and forces a timeout to be taken. So I like Swineford, that matchup here on the near side with Ramirez, and that might have been because it was Dylan Farinato that they were screaming at, wanted him to probably come on his side because the opportunity was going to be there and uh, quick timeout taken by 
uh, Mark Persink. Yeah, heads, heads up, timeout there. And the whole staff there for Lewisburg was yelling about that. And uh, they didn't want to give up a big play here before halftime. They already see themselves down one to what everyone's considering to be the underdog in Seals Grove. So good timeout for Lewisburg. But now Seals Grove with a young quarterback, a bunch of new guys getting starting roles, is going to get a little extra time to set something up here as we're at the 119 mark here in the second quarter. Derek Hicks talked about shot keeping an eye on Dylan Farinato, and this is a good time to be keeping an eye on third down and 10. Farinato had three interceptions a year ago. Two of them, he returned for touchdowns for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. He sets up in the middle of the field on this third down and 10 play as a safety for the Green Dragons. Two wide, wide receivers split to the left. Shot going to take it. Fumbles the snap, picks it up. He's going to take off and run with it. Still looking downfield, though. Now he's going to put it away and run. Makes a man miss at the 49-yard line, able to carry it to the 45-yard line. So this may change the strategy just a bit. Fourth down and five for the Seals Grove Seals. But with just 59 seconds to go, you would think they would punt this one away and try to pin the Lewisburg Green Dragons deep in their own territory. But that decision has not been made yet. One thing I'd like to see Danny Schock do, and the guy that wore 18 before him did this so well. When running, when rolling out, he is uh, Logan Leiby always kept the ball up, always in the pocket, ready to throw, ready to rifle. It makes defenders have to play a little bit more in their heels. When you tuck and run, they're playing run. They're going to come at you. Timeout taken by the Seals here. They had Bastion come out, lined up as a quarterback. Hollenbach was not out on the field yet. He came in late. They called timeout. No issue there. Called timeout. Make sure your personnel is correct. You're going to have Dylan Farinato drop back, who has exposed the special teams on his returns. He set up the second touchdown for the Lewisburg Green Dragons when Max Boyer only had to take it three yards. At that point, put Seals Grove down, or uh, put Lewisburg up 13-7. to But again, Seals Grove has answered. They lead 14-13 with just 30 seconds to go. Brian, get a chance to kind of reflect on what we've seen in this first half. And as we said earlier, a lot of probably what we would expect from these two teams. Yeah, a lot. You know, honestly, the penalties haven't been too bad. There's only been four penalties in the entire game, two by each team. Now, a couple of them are pretty crucial. But as far as that, that hasn't been too bad. Now, the coaches are using timeouts here, trying to get guys in position. That's normal stuff week one. And uh, a lot of mistakes, a lot of uh, simple things but that you usually only see early in the season. The one thing we haven't seen yet, we usually see week one because it's warmer and stuff, and the hype is cramping. So we'll see as this game plays on, especially in the second half, we start having cramping issues. Hollenbach will punt this away. Dylan Farinato steps back to his own 15-yard line. Just 30 seconds to go here in the first half. This kick will go away from Farinato and sail out of bounds. I'll take that. I have no problem with Farinato not getting a hand on that return there, especially with just 26 seconds to go. But it'll be interesting to see how uh, Coach Persing handles this with just the 26 seconds to go. They have one timeout remaining with Cholesky, your junior quarterback. If it's me, I'm throwing it deep. I mean, if you're going to play conservative against a young Seals Grove team with not a whole lot of experience, that, that's, that, that to me is, is not the call for what's supposed to be a veteran experienced team. You know, worst case scenario, you go deep to Farinato, see if the athlete can't make a play in the air, 
And worst case scenario, you get interception, it's a punt, and it'll be under 20 seconds left in the first half. So I'd be surprised if they don't go aggressively deep here. And Farinato splits to the right, but Schleski's looking here to the left and almost intercepted by Showers. Oh, man. He was I, all over the receiver that time. Good defense. It was Newcomb in the intended receiver and almost intercepted by number 54, Showers. I don't like the play. I don't like the pass for Lewisburg. I love it as a Seelensgrove fan. That was so bad. I don't even think the guy thought he was even an option in that route. It hit, it hit Showers literally in the numbers. He wasn't even ready for that. I wouldn't be throwing across the middle right here with 20 seconds to go in the, in the first half down one. Seelensgrove leading 14 to 13. Seelensgrove will get the second half kickoff worth mentioning it as well. Schleski now looking over to the right. In and out of their intended receiver's hands as Nyland was breathing down his neck. Newcomb once again, the intended receiver, but it goes incomplete. And just like that, it's a third down and 10 for Lewisburg. That's a pick six zone. You're throwing out on the flat from the center of the field. That is a risky pass. That's a risky play. I am surprised that Lewisburg is doing it. It's not a really high reward play either. But, man, Seelensgrim Nyland making a break on it. If he gets his hands on that, he's going in for a touchdown. So first two plays, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they're not just airing it out downfield, seeing if they can't hit a home run. Brown will split to the right, trips to the left. Farinato's on the left-hand side, but they're going to go to Max Moyer with the handoff. First guy in there was Schaefer made to hit. Moyer spun out of his tackle. Seelensgrim able to contain Moyer and will stop him short of a first down, well short, and it'll be a fourth down in a punty situation for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Ryan, call for what it is. Not a real good possession by the Lewisburg I, Green Dragons. Hey, and, I, and I don't ever call it any coaches, really, and, you know, and I've never coached a varsity football game, but I don't understand what Lewisburg did there. You threw on first down across the middle, almost picked off. You threw on second down, out in the flat, nearly picked off. And then on third down, you run the ball, and, and you know Seals Grove, if they get a tackle, they got a timeout, they're going to call the timeout. So now there's 10 seconds. It's fourth down and eight. Your backs there, you know, what, what, what are they at right now? The 30, no, 27-yard 20, yeah, line. Yep. I mean, Seals Grove could be in a field goal range. You know what I mean? It's, it could be a candidate for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Seals Grove leading 14-13. And as you mentioned, Ryan, just 10 seconds to go. Farinato will get this away. Almost blocked by Khan. Well over Nyland's head. Run away from it. Let it bounce. And it will be spotted down by the Green Dragons at the 45-yard line with two seconds to go here in the half. Another, like, that's a senior for Lewisburg. You can let that ball bounce one more time. And there's no time left on the clock. Now, granted, don't think that Seals Grove is going to try to do much here, or maybe they will, but the bottom line is you could have let that first half clock run out by one more bounce of the ball. Yeah. But the Lewisburg Green Dragon guy grabbed it, and it gives Seals Grove at least a chance, but it looks like they're going to go in safety mode here and just take a snap, take the knee, and go into halftime leading 14-13 over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And that's what they do. That's the final play of the first half. Lots to talk about from that first half. Seals Grove will go into the locker room for the first time here in 2018 with a 14-13 lead over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Take a break. Come back. We got halftime for you. Sean Carey updated on scores going on around the valley. Also, we'll get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. We'll analyze that first half and get you ready for the second half. All here on Eagle 107. Eagle 107, Seals Grove Ford. Brought to you by, excuse me, Seals Grove Football, brought to you by Seals Grove Ford. 
Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, try County Tag. Your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Try County Tag Service. Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Try County Tag Service. The Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share, no matter how many devices you connect. Simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead and complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SECV Internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit SECV.com slash internet today. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Eagle 107. High School Football 2018 is underway. Halftime from Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium and the campus of Bucknell University in Lewisburg. It is Seals Grove 14, Lewisburg 13. And Sean Carey here. Don't forget, Seals fans, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle at Seals on Eagle 107 for score updates drives and stats and so much more from our stat man, the Z-man, Zach Showers. Checking the scoreboard, Aubrey Alexander, Toyota scoreboard from across the valley tonight. Over on News Radio 1070, WKOK, they approach halftime. Danville 28, Shikolemi 7. Also same score, 28-7, Southern Columbia over Bloom as they approach halftime. Score at the half, Tamaqua 21, Line Mountain nothing. Also in the second, it's Williamsport 34, Central Mountain 6. Second quarter, Central Columbia 7, Mount Carmel 2 in the Silver Bowl. Also games in the second quarter, Milton over Shimokin 20-7. That game being played in Danville tonight. And Henry Hynoski, first time as head coach for the Shimokin Indians. Uh, tonight also in that Milton game, uh, Phil Davis with a couple of touchdown passes to Quaylen Rice. Second quarter, North Schuylkill 22, Loyal Sox 7. Also in the second, Muncie shutting out Warrior Run 7 to nothing. Scoreless in the second, South Williamsport and Montgomery. Halftime, Mifflinburg 7, Hughesville nothing. In the second, Berwick shutting out Abington Heights 21 to nothing. Also in the second, Upper Dauphin 16, Schuylkill Valley 7. Second quarter, Midwest 20, Marion Catholic 7. This is the first game ever for Midwest High School and the 700th game in the history of Marion Catholic football. Midwest looking to make history as they're leading 20-7 in the second. 
And also at the halftime, you've got a 7-7 tie, Mahanoy area and Tri-Valley. Second quarter, Montoursville cruising past North Penn Mansfield 34-6. And tonight at Thompson Street Stadium in Jersey Shore in the second quarter, Belfont leads the Bulldogs 14-7. Again, here on Eagle 107, halftime from Bucknell at Seawans Grove leading Lewisburg by a score of 14-13. Well, after the Green Dragons turned it over on downs, the Seals were able to capitalize early on in the first. Man in motion. Showed in the open. He's in Lewisburg territory. 30, 25, 20 to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Sealers Grove Seals. And that's what I'm talking about. Just be that athlete that he is. And he's showing speed there. The big boy can run. Nate shown 59-yard touchdown run as the Seals opened up the scoring. 7 to nothing. And then the Green Dragons were able to tie it up. Dylan Farinato catching one from Nick Shedleski. Shotgun formation, two receivers to the right, Moyers in motion to the right. Back to pass to Shaleski, rolling to his right, looking downfield, throwing the ball deep to Farinato, who's behind the receiver, has at the 30, the 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Lusburg Green Dragons. Does it get any prettier than that? Nick Shedleski rolling out to his right, Dylan Farinato just beat his man down, and it's just, get it right in his hands. Greg Wetzel, Justin Michaels on 100.9 the Valley. That was a 67-yard touchdown grab. Farinato from Shedleski. It was a two-play 63-yard drive and only taking 48 seconds off the clock. And we were even at 7-7. Green Dragons then were able to take over the lead, get that running game going with sophomore Max Moyers. I formation backfield, give the Moyers up the middle and runs into the end zone for a touchdown. Nobody touched on as he ran the end zone. Touchdown, Lewisburg, 11 7 to go in the second quarter, and the Dragons take a 13-7 lead. Yeah, it was after a 35-yard punt return by Dylan Farinato on the very next play was Max Moyers with that three-yard touchdown run, and we were sitting at 13-7. And then before halftime, Seals able to get that balanced running attack going between sophomore Nate Schoen and senior Joe Kahn. Joe Kahn gets the call. He's out the open at the 20, the 15, the 10, 5. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. You might have contained him for a little while, but when you got a running back like Joe Kahn in the backfield, eventually he's going to make something happen. And the point after touchdown was good. That's where we stand at the half. Seawans Grove leading Lewisburg 14-13. Don't forget, you can get scores on the scoreboard page. We're constantly updating that at eagle107.com. Southern Columbia now leading 35-6. 35-6 in the second quarter. Southern Columbia over Bloomsburg this evening. Southern Columbia and Seawans Grove will be playing a little earlier in the season this time around. They'll be playing in a couple of weeks. And less than one minute before halftime on News Radio 1070, WKOK Danville continues to lead Shikalemi 28 to 7. So we'll be back in just a minute. Don't forget to be with you in studio after the game for Sunbury Motors game night scores and highlights and stats from across the valley. And also Cody Jared from SusquehannaValleySports.com will get us a report from the Silver Bowl tonight between the Central Columbia Blue Jays and the Mount Carmel area Red Tornadoes. Another score update for you. Muncie has extended their lead over Warrior Run. It's now 14 to nothing, 14 nothing Muncie as they approach halftime. So once again at Christie, it's Seawans Grove up 14-13 over Lewisburg at halftime. Be back with first half stats and the second half kickoff with Pat O'Brien 
and Ryan Brandt in just a moment. You're listening to Seals Football, presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. At Eagle 107, we know that things can really start to drag as you head longer through your workday. That's why we consider it a bonus to have Sean Carey spend most of the 9 to 5 with you every weekday. Is everybody happy? Then let's go. Sean knows more about classic rock than most normal people and is more than happy to share his large music collection with you. It's showtime. Middays, workdays, weekdays with Sean and Eagle 107. I'm John Schrippen with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Eagles and Browns kicking off preseason week three on Thursday night. A defensive battle in Cleveland. Browns holding the Super Bowl champ scoreless. It finishes 5-0 in Cleveland. It almost came at a huge price. Terod Taylor suffering a left-hand injury in the first quarter on a fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Taylor falling awkwardly on his wrist. He left the game and went into the locker room before returning in the second quarter. Head coach Hugh Jackson after the game said Taylor's x-rays came back negative. Rookie cornerback Denzel Ward also left the game Thursday night with a back injury. He did not return. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport says that based on initial tests, Ward didn't return as a precaution, and it doesn't sound like a major deal. Elsewhere, Broncos owner Pat Bowen was announced Thursday as a contributor finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2019. Bowen is responsible for more Super Bowl appearances in Denver than losing seasons. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. I used to leave voicemails for myself. Because the only one I could trust to get something done right was me. Hey, you, it's me. Remember to order safety goggles and grab some milk on your way home. But now I use Granger. Granger's got the technical support you'd expect from America's number one source for industrial grade supplies. They're in the business of helping my business. So no more talking to myself. Now I talk to Granger. Because when it comes to keeping your business running, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. You may not know it, but your company's always under attack from hackers, spammers, and other criminals. Sooner or later, without Penteladata's DDoS mitigation, your network's bound to fail. But our protection works off-site. Watching, waiting, and catching thousands of attacks in real time. Keeping bad data away from your servers. So even if there's a battle happening in the cloud or here on the ground, it's business as usual. It's all possible with the next generation network from Penteladata. Now, more than ever, businesses need IT support to be successful. Just look at how Penteladata's IT pros are assisting the Lehigh Valley's pros, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Utilize Penteladata IT services to make their day-to-day business run smooth, from wireless guest services to their point-of-sale operations and their servers. We're there because IT is our game, and it's in our name. Penteladata IT services. We're in it. We are Eagle 107. Elk University, Pat O'Brien, along with Ryan Brand, Zach Showers. We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 14-13. Just got a great show from the Seals Grove Seals marching band, entertaining the crowd on a beautiful night 
here at Bucknell University. Hey, one last bit of summer fun is set for Seals Grove. As students return to school around the valley, the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation is one of the sponsors of the fifth annual Back to School Festival Saturday at the Seals Grove Rotary Field. The field is just along Broad Street across from the Seals Grove High School. The event will be held from 3 to 6 p.m. featuring music from who we just heard, the Seals Grove Area High School Marching Band, into the spin band as well. Organizers say this will be music, games, giant slide, and a bouncy house. Plus, there'll be a dunk tank with local celebrities, teachers, food that will be available includes chicken barbecue, ham, and bean soup. So join them tomorrow at the Rotary Field. And again, partly sponsored by Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Again, we're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 14-13 over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Seals Grove, as you heard, the highlights got out ahead 7-0. 13 unanswered points by the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Put them up 13-7. Seals Grove answered with the touchdown run by Schoen. And Seals Grove leads 14-13. Taking a look at the first half numbers, first team numbers. Seals Grove five first downs, Lewisburg three. In the rushing department, Seals Grove with the big runs by Schoen and also by Kahn have 145 yards rushing total, only six through the air. For the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 33 on the ground, 94 through the air. So it makes the totals in that first half. Seals Grove 151, Lewisburg 127. The penalties, two for each team. Seals Grove amassed 25 yards on those two penalties as the Lewisburg Green Dragons 20 yards on the two penalties. Turnovers, one fumble by Seals Grove, a muff punt by Nate Schoen, but that's been it. So kudos to each team and their preparation to avoid the big turnovers. Now look at individual numbers. First for the Lewisburg Green Dragons, Shiletsky. Five for nine, 94 yards, and a touchdown pass. The touchdown pass went to Dylan Farinado, who has four catches for 87 yards. Newcomb has one catch for seven yards for the Green Dragon offense. On the ground, Max Moyer, 1,000-yard rusher from a year ago, 12 touchdowns tonight, 10 carries, 21 yards, and does have a touchdown run for the sophomore running back. So let's keep four carries for just five yards. For the Seals Grove Seals, first through the air, shock two for three, six yards. And his targets, Khan, one for four yards, and Schoen, one for two yards. In the rushing department, Khan leading the way with 72 yards and a touchdown zone, four carries. Outdoing Schoen by just four yards. Schoen has four carries, 68 yards and a touchdown. Chuck has run the ball six times for 19 yards. Again, total offense, Seals Grove, 151 yards by the Lewisburg Green Dragons at 127 yards. Ryan, we knew coming in, a lot of offense needing to be be replaced, and you have guys being thrown in there. We knew a running game was what they're going to rely on, and the two guys in the backfield have come up big and been able to race the Seals Grove out to a 14-13 lead here at halftime. Yeah, and and they've been on big plays. I mean, in all honesty, neither guy has got a whole bunch of rhythm going. Um, Been a lot of tackles at the line of scrimmage. Um, I I say Khan has a run for zero, run for one. Uh, Schoen has a a run for zero, a run for two. Those are in the first two possessions. And uh, really, Khan broke the 30-yarder, and uh, he broke a 45-yarder, and that's the chunk of his yardage. And and, uh, Schoen had the 59-yard TD. Outside of that, the biggest run we have is a seven-yard run. That's by Danny Schock, the quarterback. So 
neither running back is getting quite the feel yet, the rhythm, uh, but they are big play kind of guys, and they've created some big plays, and that's been enough to give Seals Grove a one-point edge here at halftime. Well, we knew coming in, we mentioned it about Chilevsky, as he has built through the program, has been a starting quarterback as a freshman, know that he had gotten better year in and year out, and knew it was going to be uh, difficult for a revamped secondary with Cole Bastion in the backfield, Coy Bastion in the backfield defensively, and the one touchdown, there was a breakdown, got long, and Dylan Farinello, 67-yard touchdown. But how would you grade out some of these, not only are they younger, but guys who had not gotten the majority of the time a year ago, how they've done in that first half? I, you know, honestly, I think the offensive line has done a pretty good job, even though we just said there haven't been a lot of big runs. But I think more of anything, they've done a good job of, first off, not holding, not committing penalties. But, but also just, you know, the false starts, that's, the snaps have been pretty good. I think one got away from Danny Shock, But I haven't seen, like, a fatigue thing either. I don't think they look sloppy. I just think altogether the youth on this team and, or the inexperience, whatever you want to call it, I don't think it's been a major factor. I really don't. And, and I know I think the one youth thing you're seeing is with the QB, Danny Shock. Obviously, Coach Pope is – getting him into this slowly i don't think they passed as much as as what they would do with a sophomore or junior quarterback say but i'm okay with that it's a first game for a freshman quarterback and he can have all the intangibles and be a really good qb that doesn't mean in his first game at start that you just go out and start throwing the ball around so i think you're going to see a lot more of the arm of danny shock though in this second half that wraps up halftime. Getting ready to start the second half with Seals Grove. We'll get the second half kickoff, leading 14-13. to Let's come good kick well over Nyland's head into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Seals Grove will take over first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Again, leading 14-13. to Two big runs able to give Seals Grove that lead. Rule, Kyle Rule, the sophomore off the Brett Four hold and the Christian Cant snap has had two successful extra points. Lewisburg had the one blocked by Nate Schoen, and that's the difference. 14-13 lead for the Salem's Grove Seals as they'll have the first offensive possession in the second half from their own 20-yard line. Nate Schoen, Kahn in the backfield with Chilets, excuse me, with Shock. Five receivers to each side. Long count. Siders to center. Good snap. Gives it to Kahn. Kahn can't find anything. He's going to go down quickly. And a loss on the play. Actually, it was shown on the carry, and he's going to be a loss on the play of about two, two and a half yards, so not a good way to start the second half after all the halftime preparation and talk. They're going to call it three before it's all said and done, so it'll be a second down and 13. Just starting the second half, Seals Grove leading 14 to 13. So two wide receivers to the right this time. In the slot is Nylon. One wide receiver splits to the left. Shock in the shotgun formation. Steps back. He's got some time. Look on the slant to Christian Kantz well over his head and almost intercepted. And then Kantz just lit up, and they're going to throw the flag. Yeah, I mean, he it was a hit on, a, on a, an unnecessary hit. at defenseless receiver there. The ball was well the- overthrown, Christian Kantz's head. And coming up was number 52, Feldman. And it, was, it was after it was even past him. It, the hit didn't even happen as the ball was approaching. The ball was five yards behind him, and the hit was made. That was just one of those, uh, one kind of sent a message. And it also was hit oh, above high. the shoulders yeah, yeah, as well. I mean, he lunged at him to get him. So that is going to be a huge play for Seals Grove that 
had seen a first play be a loss on the play, and the second one was overthrown pass. But with the penalty, Sealsgrove will see the ball march outside of their own 30-yard line to the 32-yard line. So it'll be a first down and 10 for the Sealsgrove Seals. Leading 14-13, first offensive possession for either team to start the second half. Five receivers to each side. This is a designed run this time by Shuck. Makes a man miss, trying to stretch it to the 35-yard line. Not going to get there, get to the 34-yard line. So pick up about one, maybe two by the freshman quarterback. Obviously the fans here on the near side for the Lewisburg Green Dragons not happy with the penalty on that allowed Seals Grove to pick up the automatic first down and move the chains and have it set up for a second down and long. Brett Four comes in, lines at the slot on the right side. Nyland split far to the right. Lone back in the backfield is shown. Metzger the tight end on the right side. Lewisburg shows blitz. They back out of it. Over the middle. Looking for Nyland. His shock in and out of his hands. Falls incomplete. Defended well out there. Ramirez also defended by number 26, Lentz. Falls incomplete. It'll be a third down. And we'll call it 8. 10-28 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading 14-13. Yeah, that was actually not a bad pass there. Just over top the linebacker, but inside of the safety was Nyland. Nyland went up and really shocked, put it right where it needed to be, kind of in and out of Nyland's hands as he got contact as the ball got there. But not a bad throw there from Shock. And uh, Nyland in traffic there, just couldn't bring it in. Thrown a couple times here on this possession. Looked like they'll do it again on third down and long. Shock quick out this time. Throws it to Swineford. Makes the catch. Got a first down. Will be short of the 45, but a quick hitter that time. Confidence builder for both not only Shock, but also for Swineford making that catch and getting the first down for the Seals. They'll move the chains. They'll have it at their own 44-yard line. And a well-designed uh, drive there for Seals Grove. They set that up knowing they had that in their pocket there for third down. Lewisburg not ready for it. Great blocking from receivers. And uh, just and Swineford, just enough, enough oomph there to get a couple yards past the first down marker and pick up the first down. High formation this time. First down and 10. Shock rolling to his right. It's getting some pressure. Looking, throwing it to Nyland, and it's almost intercepted by Ramirez as Nyland was coming back for the ball, but the, shot, the, the pass was behind him and almost intercepted by Ramirez, the defensive back, the senior, and he's... Upset with himself. He didn't come away with a pick there. Very tough pass there. Rolling out. Uh, trying to hit a guy on an out. Wasn't much of a separation there. Very good coverage there. And uh, Shock was a little behind it. Fortunately, it was low, too. And I think that was the difference of why the receiver couldn't make it. He had to get real low to get that ball. Lewisburg a year ago only had eight interceptions. Looking to get their first one here in 2018. Unable to. But it brings up a second down and 10. Seals Grove leading 14-13. Shock's going to hand off to Khan. Spins out of a tackle, but will be knocked down in the backfield. Nothing there. Trey Bainey's still down on the turf. Yeah, he's going to be slow to give up, get up, so it's going to give us a chance to take a timeout here away from action. And we'll weigh this offensive line already dealing with some injuries here early on. And Trey Bainey stays down on the field. Hope is he able to bounce back up. He's a huge contributor on the offensive side. Also on the defensive side. Still down on the turf. So we can send it back to Sean. Get an updated score on the uh, 
the game that we say we're going to keep an eye on, that is the tough game of the week, brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, and we call it the tough game of the week. What's going on with that Chickalimmy-Danville game, Sean? All right, Pat and Ryan, currently at the half, Danville is leading Chickalemi 34-7, checking scores from across the valley. At the half, Southern Columbia up 34-7 over Bloom. Also at the half, Tamaqua shutting out Line Mountain 21-0. Big historical night tonight for Midwest. First game ever in their program, and they're leading Marion Catholic 27-7 at the half. Check scores all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Lewisburg for Pat and Ryan. Hey, Sean, we were talking about Midwest. Obviously, you know, a a Snyder County District 4 team starting their program, and we couldn't be happier for them. You know, a lot of we know a lot of kids from the from that area, and uh, my wife Teresa is from Middleburg, Midwest. Uh, growing up, graduated from Middleburg. We have family with the uh, Keisters, and you know, Jolene, Brooke, and and Chris, and uh, Colton. So happy for them. It's a nice way to get things underway, and up 27-7 on a program that's uh, you heard Sean say has 700 games uh, under their belt. So kudos to them, and uh, great preparation by the Midwest team to get out to a 27 to seven lead. Yeah, what an opportunity for those kids there and that school. And, you know, I, I know where they were at where EJ last year is where they had to play. Yep. They, and they, they I know were they said co-op. well over, uh, from what I heard, it was like well over half of that football team was Middleburg, Midwest uh, kids. So uh, it's awesome for them. That's exciting for their community. And, and uh, like, can't wait to see them grow as a young uh, program. And what a way to open up, man. You're, you got a good start. And I just finished that off and want to know. Their offensive coordinator, I have a long-standing uh, football relationship with him. Lance Adams uh, involved with him when I covered the Lion Mountain Eagles. He helped the program get to a state playoff game, and uh, so he's doing a nice job as the OC there, getting these guys prepared, leading 27-7. to Bainey helped off the field. Seals Grove forced into a third down and long. Get some movement up front going both ways. So see what the call is here. Looked like Lewisburg did jump initially. And then the tackle on the right side for the Seals jump, but they're going to have to sort this one out. And, Ryan, next week, we're hoping it's a home game at Salem's Grove at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field as uh, new turf going on at Salem's Grove. And if it's not played there, uh, the rumor is contingency plan would be to play at Susquehanna University. And, boy, that'd be an amazing way to start a season, to be here at Bucknell under this great venue here and then go to Susquehanna to cover a game there. But ideally, you like to be able to play on your new home turf at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Hey, listen, Superintendent Chad Core says we're playing there, so we're playing there, right? Yep. The pictures Can't go are back on, now. And check it out. The pictures are on Facebook, on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, you know, it's getting close, so home game could be at uh, Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field next week. We'll keep you posted. Shock drops back. Look it. Throwing it deep down the right sideline. Looking for Nyland. It's a jump ball. Nyland's unable to come up. It's going to be intercepted. Down the left sideline, the Lewisburg Green Dragons follow the interception. Swiper makes the stop. Nyland able to come back and help them make the tackle. And Lewisburg Green Dragons gets their first interception of the season and able to get a good return as they're able to take it to the Seals Grove 31-yard line. And Nyland did everything he could to make that, that, that catch, and he got popped. Farinato lit him up. And it hit him so hard, the ball bounced into the air, and that was where 21 came in and just scooped it up. So, I mean, even though uh, Farinado did not come up with that interception, he caused that interception. It was a big hit. Another big play from Lewisburg star athlete. 
So they take over first down and 10. They'll have it at the Seals Grove 31-yard line following that interception and return by Newcomb. Quick personnel change as Carroll comes into the game. He'll play that left tackle position for the Seals. First down at 10. Looked like some movement. No call, though. Max Moyers into the secondary. Being chased from behind by Schoen. Knocked out of bounds by Nyland, and there's going to be a flag on the play after this one's all done. You'll see what the extracurricular activity there is. Schaefer's pointing towards the Lewisburg Green Dragons, and now the lineman for the Green Dragons pushing the other lineman back away from him. So we're trying to get the uh, body language from Shaletsky. It looks like he just said we're going to decline that, so we'll see what the talk is here following that run by Max Moyer, his biggest of the second half. Now Lewisburg, like they're backing up, and it will go against Lewisburg. So that long run mixed in with this penalty here, and they're going to have to reset this ball. So a penalty by the Lewisburg Green Dragons will negate a nice run, or at least the the yardage picked up by Max Moore on that run due to the penalty. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, we had, we had like a mistake-free first half as far as penalties. It wasn't a whole lot, especially for a week one. But here in the second half, both teams getting a couple of uh, yellow t- towels on the field here. So that one's pretty big, too. That negates a very nice run. So it sets up a first down and 16 from the Sealens Grove 37-yard line. Schoen coming through on the blitz. Chileski able to get rid of him. He's got Farinato deep, but overthrows him as Farinato had gotten away from Bastion and Nyland. And for a second there, looked like he was going to be able to get the throw from Chileski. Chileski had to throw it as Schoen was... Barreling down on him, overthrows him, falls incomplete. And that Seals Grove defense, fortunate to watch that ball hit the turf or else it would have been Lewisburg taking the lead. Yeah, I mean, Farinato again showing some speed, some burst, and he got behind both the safeties there. But shown getting pressure for Shedleski to step up in, have to throw in the pocket and, 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 and make it a quicker delivery, and the accuracy just wasn't there well out in front. But a, a big break for Seals Grove. Seals Grove goes to a two-safety look with Bastion and Khan back. Shalesi gets the shotgun. He can throw a screen to Max Moyer. Makes the catch. Makes Swineford miss. And finally coming off, that will be Schaefer to finish him off at the 26-yard line. Short of a first down at the 26. But definitely a much more manageable play here on third down for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. As right now they trail 14-13 to the Seals Grove Seals with eight minutes to go here in the third period. Good call that time. Max Moyer makes that catch. You see the speed from the running back as he's able to make this a much more manageable third down play here for the Seals Grove offense. Seleski in the shotgun formation. Seals Grove showing blitz. Seleski going to rethink this call here, making an audible call here at the line of scrimmage. Drops back. Looking left. Goes over the middle. It's got Farinato. Farinato shakes the tackle of Jones. He's able to take it to the 15-yard line. It'll be a first down for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Schoen was there, but Farinato able to duck out of that tackle and pick up the first down. We knew Farinato coming into tonight. He had 33 catches a year ago, two interception returns for touchdown, 49 uh, carries as well for 241-yard line uh, yards. So he counted for 15 touchdowns a year ago, and he's been a big factor in this ballgame as he is on that catch. First down for Lewisburg Green Dragons at the Seals Grove 15. Lewisburg trailing by one, 14-13. Farinata splits far to the left with Swineford on him. Blitz coming. 
Selesky looking that way for Farinato. He's able to make the catch, back shoulder catch, steps in underneath, Swineford, touchdown for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. I'll tell you, Farinato's talking a lot out there, but he's backing it up. He has something to say to a Seals Group player every single play. I know this boy wants to play in college, and you've got to play with confidence, but uh, uh, a college coaching staff is going to wipe that away right away. And the thing is, is he's talking to some guys out there like Nate Schoen that can lay some lumber. So we'll see how this game goes on here. This keeps up. And every time he makes the play, he's looking back at somebody saying something. But, hey, he's backing it up right now. And they will go for two here to try to catch to make up for the block extra point in that first half. They'll line up in I formation, Seleski under center. Offset, going to the left. It'll go to Farinato. Hitting the backfield, and he's going to be stopped. Metzger, initial guy in there, got some help from his teammates, but it was Metzger makes the stop, and that's a big one. So on extra point tries, they've been negated on three points, and that's huge in this tight ball game. But the Lewisburg Green Dragons do take the lead. They now lead 19-14 with 7.07 to go here in the third period. And Metzger's having just a great game. He's already got seven tackles, one tackle for a loss, definitely leading the way for the defense as far as statistical uh, point. But And then Nate Schoen doing a good job tonight, too. He's got five tackles. He's also got a block punt and a forced fumble. So Nate Schoen and Metzger both having very big games for the Seals Group defense. So, again, the two-point conversion, no good. 19-13 lead for the Lewisburg Green Dragons and Seals Grove in that position again. Can they answer the opponent? Touchdown after a five-play drive covering 31 yards, taking one minute and 50 seconds. That drive summary brought to you by Seals Grove Ford. So Liscomb will kick this one away for the Green Dragons. Back will be Nyland and Schoen standing about their 10-yard line. Nyland had one kickoff return for a touchdown a year ago against the Southern Columbia Tigers. This is a swift kick. will go out of bounds. Seals Grove will get good field position if that ball went out of bounds. And You know, earlier you said about whether it wasn't purposeful swift kick, but that one definitely appeared to be, and it just went straight out of bounds. So there's a flag on the play, and Seals Grove has an opportunity to get real good field position to start this possession, trailing 19-13. to 14. Well, even if it's a design squib kick, why so hard on an angle towards the sideline? I don't quite get. But, but yeah, the last time they did that, it bounced off showers. <laughs> this time, just straight out of bounds. So Seals Grove's going to get nice field position here as they'll start out at the 35-yard line. Trailing 19 to 14 after the touchdown reception by Dylan Farinato. He has two touchdown receptions on the night, one from 67 yards out, that last one from 15 yards out. First down at 10 from the 35 yard line for the Seals. Loaning back in the backfield is shown. Five receivers to each side. Chuck gives it to Schoen, trying to bully his way straight up the middle. Multiple green shirts have to take him down after the one-and-a-half, maybe two-yard pickup, but that's going to be it. It'll be a second down and eight for the Seals Grove Seals trying to answer the Lewisburg Green Dragon touchdown. And remember, that Lewisburg Green Dragon touchdown came after an interception by Newcomb that took it into Seals Grove territory. And again, Seals Grove watches the Green Dragon offense take it down the field and uh, eventually put it in the end zone to take the lead. Eight. It's going to be 6.33 to go here in the third period. There's going to be a whistle before this play gets underway, and it's going to be a timeout taken by the Seals Grove Seals as Derek Pope will walk out and want to talk it over with his offense here 
understanding the importance of a big second down play here for the Seals Grove Seals. Taking a look after tonight, we talked about the first home game next week against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Seals Grove had success against Jersey Shore a year ago, beating them 25-6 to at home and then beating them 14-7 to open up the district playoffs. And then after that, they traveled to take on the Southern Columbia Tigers. Two back-to-back home games for the Seals against the Chickalemi Braves that last heard they were trailing, being beaten pretty good by the Danville Ironmen. But after the Chickalemi game, Seals Grove will be at home to take on the Berwick Bulldogs. Then they travel to take on the Loyal Sock Lancers, some, a team that we have not seen in our previous nine seasons. Look forward to seeing Connor Watkins. He's a Division One recruit quarterback for the Lancers. Then Seals Grove will have Shemokin, Central Mountain, Danville, and finish up against Montoursville. That's all coming up after tonight's game here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Following the timeout, the second down and long play here for the Seals. Long count. Shot gets it. He's got to keep it. Try to get to the outside. Runs it to his own man, and he'll go down there. Maybe the line of scrimmage, maybe a half-yard pickup. Ramirez in on the stop. Also involved in the stop, number 55 for the Lewisburg Green Dragons, and that's Skylar. So now, Ron, you're faced with the third down and long. Freshman quarterback. Nyland, the only returning receiver from a year ago with any statistical numbers to mention. You got Swineford, also Kants, the other receivers involved in this third down and long. Dylan Farinato will be defending Nyland on the left. A slant this time to Swineford. Makes the catch. First down. Getting away from Ramirez. Going to be helped out by Max Moyer, but it'll be a first down pickup as he takes it into Green Dragon territory down to the 41-yard line. As Swineford gets up limping just a bit, but then will jog it off. What a big throw. Big catch by Swineford to pick up a huge first down. And a great call by the Seals Grove staff there because Swineford much bigger than number three. Ramirez, that his name? Yep. I mean, he looks like he's got two feet in height on him. And Ramirez was slow to get up on the last play, a little hobbled. That was perfect call there. Attack the smaller guy, little hobbled. Danny Schock puts it on the money. Swineford does a nice move to get extra yards, picks up a big first down. Long count by Schock. Drops deep back, looking over the middle. Now under pressure, and he's going to go down. He's going to be hit at the 48-yard line and go down there. Lewisburg sacked that time, Spalding, the junior, 6'2", 198 pounds, takes shot down to Seals Grove, just like that, back in their own side of the 50, and they'll be forced into a second and very long after the sack by Spalding. Yeah, that's an 11-yard loss there, so now Seals Grove's facing second and 21. Seals Grove trailing 19-14, 4.35 to go here in the third period. Wide receivers to each side. Swineford to the right, and there's going to be a whistle and a flag thrown. Ryan, each quarter we talk about big plays, and we're looking for a big one here, and we call them the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game candidates because then at the end of the broadcast during our postgame show, we will announce the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Boy, on this offensive possession, now that it's a second down and forever, we're looking for one of those big-type plays to be a candidate for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game well let's get it right now because <laughs> it is second down another area code as <laughs> seals grove has the false start there second down in 26 shock's going to give it to con nothing there lost on the play so it's going to force it back even deeper so a possession 
where Seelens Grove was able to get the pass to Swineford, picked up a big first down to take it into Bucknell, or excuse me, Bucknell, into Lewisburg territory. <laughs> That's the first time all night. No, nope. back off. Is it? <laughs> I'm rattled, just like this offense is currently. Now they're forced into a oh, yeah, You'd be rattled, too, if you were playing Bucknell. Yeah. I feel like I am right now. Leave me alone. Third down and 30 now for the Seals Grove Seals. Trying to pick up a big chunk of yards. Think about maybe putting this one away and trying to pin Lewisburg deeper in their own territory. Maybe the philosophy here. Under pressure is shot. Going to throw it out there to Schoen. He makes a catch. Makes a man miss. Another guy miss. Up the left sideline. They're going to be bounced out of bounds. Inside of the... Excuse me, outside of the 45 to the 47-yard line. They'll spot it at the 48 when it's all said and done, but it will be a fourth down still and forever as Hollenbach will drop back. The explosive Dylan Farinata will drop back. He's going to walk back to about his 20-yard line. Hollenbach just a couple punts here tonight. His last one was a good one. It rolled inside the 5-yard line. It was spotted inside the 1, looking for one of those tight punts here. Good snap, quick punt. It's going to hit, bounce at the 20. Farinato will take it there at the 20. Runs away from a couple white shirts. Now try to get up to the right sideline. And it's going to be tackled by Hollenbach, the punter, outside of the 45-yard line. It might have been a touchdown saving type tackle by the punter Hollenbach as Farinato able to take it to the 47-yard line. Yeah, I mean, just Farinato again in every aspect of this game making a difference. And he just made four or five guys miss on that, that little shifty move he did. And he got out around the edge, and he was pointing. I need one more block, but give credit to Hombach. Heck, heck of a, uh, a tackle there for him as the punter. When you coming in, he would be the favorite target. It, there, Dylan Farinato, first-team All-State athlete, had over 600 yards receiving over the last two years, but he's done it from the special team standpoint. Snap over Chalensky's head. Going back for it, he's able to fall on top of it. But it's going to be a big loss on the play as he'll be spotted down at the 35-yard line. That one sailed over his head. He almost was able to snag it, but he did the smart thing, jumped on top of it. Seals go right there to spot him down. So it'll be all the way back to the 35-yard line. Lewisburg has to get into Seals Grove territory to the 44-yard line for the first down. So set up as a second down and 22 for the Green Dragons. A fast-running quarter. We're already down to 2 minutes and 28 seconds here in the third. Cholesky in a shotgun formation. Blitz coming by Schoen. Still coming at him. Got to get rid of it. Got a man beyond the defense. Knocked away by Nyland. And there's a flag on the play. Back at the 40-yard line. We'll chit-chat about this one. Maybe a legal man downfield on the pass. We'll have to see. But Nyland made up some speed, was able to knock it away. Because the, the receiver did get beyond Nyland just a bit. But you talk about that closing speed, and Nyland was able to get there, and he did what he's skilled to do, go up and get it as high as Yeah, and, and he did. I mean, definitely closed in. It wasn't too much space between them, but he did make up the difference. Nice thrown ball. I said Leslie had to step into the pocket. Now, they did get the illegal man downfield. They're going, Seals Group's going to decline it. Because it's already, it was second and 22, now third and 22. Third down and 22, 19 to 14 lead for the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 2.17 to go here in the third. Big play here for the Seals Grove defense. A first down pickup on this third down and 22 would be a very deflating type play for the Seals Grove defense. Going to be handoff to Farinato. 
going from right to left, but he's hit at the line of scrimmage. Dragged Metzger to the 40, excuse me, to the 37-yard line. Well short of a first down. You mentioned about Metzger and his play here. That's Wyatt Metzger, number 21. As he's playing a linebacker position, he's had a heck of a game from his new position playing that linebacker position. Yep, eight tackles tonight, one of them a tackle for a loss. He's been all over the place, plays with a great motor, high-energy guy, and hasn't yet gotten a grab at the tight end position, but defensively, he's getting the job done. So forces the Lewisburg punting team to come out. Farinata will kick this away. He averaged 34-plus yards a year ago. High snap, but he's able to get it. Running up the left side, Farinato gets it away. A high kick as Nyland telling everybody to get away. It takes a huge bounce. Nyland's going to pick it up at the 15 and able to keep it from rolling well inside the 10-yard line. There is a flag on the play. Absolutely. Sitting on the line and wonder if it's going to be a face mask call against the Lewisburg Green Dragon. Well, and Nyland was plenty out of bounds sitting down, and another guy piled in on him. It's, I mean, it wasn't a harsh hit, but it's a penalty. You don't jump on a pile. Well, Dylan Farinato coming up and saying, was it a fair catch call? And then, but it wasn't. Nyland even if it's a fair well, catch he, call. But he wasn't even calling fair catch. He was telling everybody to move away. Fair catch is one hand over the head. He had two hands extending, telling everybody to get away. But if it's a fair catch call anyways, you hit him. Right. So no one else thought it was a fair catch call. Right. Coach Percy Coach is throwing some that. stuff down on the ground. That There's another one. Now he's going to so You can't act like that. Flag. So you can't throw your clipboard at an official's feet. As Seals Grove trailing right now, 19-14, but they're going to be given back-to-back penalties as the coaching staff ran over with disputing the call and the play sheet went towards the official. They threw the flag. So this is going to be a walk-off against the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And the referee saying, oh, sideline warning is what they're going to call in the well, second you, one? That, they're lucky. I mean, you got a, a coach throwing clipboard down at the feet of the official. So it's not going to be two penalties. It's just going to be the one penalty, and it's going to be... For the Seals Grove Seals, they'll have it at the 25-yard line as we figure this one all out. Bunch formation off to the left this time for the Seals. First down and 10. Shock under center. Give it to Khan. Khan rolling to his left. Gets away from one defender. Squeezes between another. Takes it beyond the 25. Going to take it out to the 29-yard line. A pickup of four. It'll be second down and six for the Seals. I, I like that play. That's the first time, I think, all game that we've seen second down and six. A lot of second down and tens. A lot of second down and nine. A lot of second down and eight. But we have yet to get to that mid mark on first down tonight, other than one or two big plays. So that's a great way to start out this uh, drive, and it allows you to use more of the playbook. And it's under a minute to go here in the third quarter. Metzger comes in late and is going to line up far to the right. Shock drops back, looking, gets rid of it. It's got a man. Swiper make the catch right at the first down marker at the 35-yard line. Four momentum, depending where they spot it there. Now they're going to spot it inside of the 35-yard line and not give them that full credit as he actually came down on the 35-yard line. And what I don't like there is the guy that's coming in and actually spotting it isn't the guy that was right there. The guy that was right there picked up the ball and went to the 35 and some other guy comes in and spots at a half a yard behind. Even even the down marker guy switches yeah. to a first down, and yeah, he's right down was... on the play. So with just five seconds to go here in the third, the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Pope, the OC, telling him, don't run another play. Let's talk about this third down and short play. It'll allow us to go to break here. We'll go to the fourth quarter. Lewisburg leading 19-14. to 14. 
We'll move to the fourth quarter after this. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. If your garage door made it through the test of time, but now is out of time, see the garage door experts at Glick Associates Shemokin Dam. If a new garage door is the way you need to go, Glick sells and installs high-quality insulated garage doors and LiftMaster electric operators that will keep your garage calm, cozy, and inviting all through whatever old man winter throws at it. Then, when spring rolls around, you'll know your garage door will be ready to block out the heat, humidity, and summer's worst weather. Hurry into Glick's and Shemokin Dam now. Remember, nobody does it better than Glick's. Eagle 107. We move into the fourth quarter. Seattle's Grove trailing 19 to 14 to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. They're faced with a third down and short. Third down and less than one, often referred to as third down and inches. The last time, Ryan, they had this, the freshman quarterback leaned forward, got a good push by the offensive line. Think they go back to that well i mean if you plan on going for it on fourth down especially go for it now it is a little bit more than inches here though i'd say it's at least half a yard shock will come shock will come under center high formation behind him takes the snap gives it to shown shown drives through a lewisburg defender falls forward to the 35 yard line and it'll be enough for a sealants grove first down yeah i mean you you want to give it to a guy like shown Anytime you're in short yardage, he is very strong, powerful, got good speed, too, to match it. So that's the kind of guy you want running in short yard uh, situations. Picks up the big first down for the Seals Grove Seals, moves to chains. As they'll have it just outside their own 35-yard line. A lot of movement up front, some personnel changes, sending two wide receivers to the right. Swineford, the lone wide receiver to the left. Chuck's going to pass, getting some pressure, going to get rid of the slant. Behind Swineford, knocked away. Him. You can't, as a cornerback, you can't have your arm around the, the waist of the receiver. I'm just, you got to call that. That was an easy one there. No chance. One arm hooked around the waist, the other one coming around the back to knock the ball down. But you cannot do that in any level of football. You got You got a referee right there. Could have called that easy call. Falls incomplete, the second down and 10 following that questionable play there as Shock was looking to get it to Swineford on the slant. Two wide receivers this time. Long back in the backfield is Kahn. It's going to go to Kahn. Squeezes through between the tackles, takes it out to the 38-yard line. So now it's another big third down play as they all are at this point, trailing 19-14 with 11-13 to go here in the ball game. Seals Grove trails, trying to get the ball down the field, keep the chains moving, possibly use a lot of clock. And for the most part, they're going to have to do it with the running game mixed in with a little bit of the pass. And that's what we talked about during the pregame. Got to mix it in just a little bit to keep them honest. They have been able to do that. Shock has been able to find Swineford a couple times for some big first downs. Going to have to look to do that again. Drops back under pressure. Gets rid of it. Looking for Metzger. Another Metzger. easy call. And they are going to throw the There you go, man. And you got an official in the middle of the field. It's right there. It's got to make that call. The back judge shouldn't have to come in. But these are plain and simple. You can't have your arms wrapped around a receiver as he's going on a route and going for the ball. That's two times now. And you can boo and moan all you want, Lewisburg, but we're calling it before the refs are even calling it that one. 
And on top of all that, good pass. Yeah. Good looking pass. Metzger looking to get his first opportunity to catch. He was grabbed. It's going to be a first down for the Seals Grove Seals. Move the chains and put the ball in Lewisburg territory. Big crucial play. Talk about Smokey Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game candidates. Yeah. That penalty there could be that as Seals is able to take this down and get points on the board or to add to their 14 points to try to take the lead. And I apologize for jumping in as you're calling that, but, man, I mean, it's so evident. These these are just easy calls. You can't be wrapped and hanging on a receiver. So I get a little excited of the fan in me there, but fortunately they did call that one. Shotgun formation this time with two wide receivers to the right. Design run. Schoen looking to get the big block. He does. A shock will fall over the 45-yard line to the 44-yard line. He'll pick up about three yards on the run there. They'll set up a second down and seven. As Showers also led the way for the Seals Grove Seals. He gets up just a bit show, rubbing his calf there. We talked about how cramps could start setting in late in this game. First time these guys have gone this long at this intensity level, so you worry about those kinds of things. Second down play here, second and seven for the Seals. In Lewisburg territory at the 44-yard line. Shock, plenty of time. Gets rid of it. Got Swiper. Makes the catch down at the 36-yard line, 37-yard line. So be right at the first down marker. See if it's enough to pick up the first down. Waiting for the official call there. The down marker guy's already changed it to a first down. So see what the call's going to be here. They're taking a good look at it, Ryan. What I don't like about this, I love the play. Cornerback's playing way off. I'm looking. It looks like Lewisburg secondary might be a little gassed right now. A lot of hands on the hips there. But you've got to run that route, and that pass has got to be made that the route stops one yard past the first down marker. That's twice now we've hit Swineford on on the on right right on the first down marker. Got to get a little deeper. Pass has got to be made a little deeper so that you're getting that catch past the marker and you have the forward momentum no matter what. But they're going to measure here. It's going to be awfully close. I remind you, after the game, you want to stick around for the Service Electric Cable post-game show right here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Big play there, picks up the first down for the Seals Grove Seals. And just like I said, way to get just the pass the first <laughs> down marker, deliver the pass past the first down marker. They did it perfect. No, no critiques from me. Also coming up during the uh, Seals game night, during the scoreboard show, we'll have the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Game. So we'll stick around for that as well. All coming up after the game here tonight, first with the Service Electric Cable post-game show, and then when we send it back to the studio for Seals game night with Sean Carey, brought to you by Sunbury Motor Company. But we still have a lot of game here. Shuck, quick pass out to Nyland, making the catch. Coming up is Farinato. Nyland able to make it a positive play, dragging Farinato inside of the 35-yard line. He'll get to the 33-yard line, make it a second and medium for the Seals Grove Seals with 9.32 going to ballgame, trailing 19-14. Wow, that is a beautiful pass. It's almost a lateral pass or a lateral route, but shocked threw it just out in front, led the receiver, so as the receiver's catching, he's already moving downfield. That's a very tough throw. He did it perfect. Nice catch by Nyland, picking up four, almost five yards. Second down and six for the Seals. Shock drops back. He's got some time. Deep down the right sideline, looking for Swiper. He's going to go up and try to make the catch, and he does at the six-yard line. And defending him was Farinato, so it was Amano Amano with Ramirez trying to get back there to help out. But Swineford using his size, Ryan, we talk about his ability 
to go up and get the ball, and he uses every inch of that size to make a huge play for and, the Seals. And not only that, he used speed, got past the cornerback safety, tried to make up the play, did a good job of covering, and as soon as Swineford caught it, grabbed it, secured it, took the hit, drag, drug a foot, and stayed in bounds. That's a big-time play there by Swineford. Nice pass by Danny Schock. First down, goal to go for the Seals. They have it at the Lewisburg six-yard line, trailing 19-14. Chuck gets the call, gives it to Schoen, trying to pop it to the outside, gets away from one tackle, still going to the five. Inside the five, down to the four-yard line goes sophomore Nate Schoen dragging green shirts on a huge, tough run by your fullback, Nate Schoen. Second down, goal to go from the four. Oh, man, I got nervous there as he kicked backwards. I'm like, no, 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 can't take a four or five-yard loss here. But he showed strength, broke through a shoe tackle, and cut it up and found some yards. He only got two on the play, but he more, he ran more like 10 there for how far back he was. That's a big play from Schoen. Second down, goal to go from the four. Seals trailing 19-14. Chuck takes the snap. Look, it gets the pressure. Throw it to Swiper at the goal line. Touchdown for the Seals, Grove Seals. I don't know what they've been waiting for to open up Danny Schock, but that was a perfect throw out. Swineford with his sixth catch of the half, none in the first half, and this one, the sixth one's for a TD, and Seals Grove now is up 20-19. to 19. Well, they go for the two here, Pat, but they make it a full three and go for two, or do you kick the one? I see a personnel coming out here right now. You, well, I'll tell you this. You kick one, you go up two. Okay, if you score again, get the extra point, you're up nine, it's two possessions. So maybe you do just kick the PAT here. We'll see what personnel they have out here, Ryan. No, they're going to stay with their offense here, though. Mm, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you analyze things. I know. Yeah, it, Not always what they do. But but they're, good... they're playing the field goal game because now Lewisburg, if they get this, Lewisburg have to kick a field goal to tie. Dropping back is shot. Wide open in the end zone is Metzger. He makes the catch for the two-point conversion. Listen, there's some new players coming alive for Seals Grove, especially now here in the second half here with Danny Schock just on the money. You can see the confidence pouring out of him there. Metzger having a big defensive game now with a crucial two-point conversion to stretch the lead to three. And can we say any more about Nick? I mean, Ben Swineford. <laughs> we talked about it before the game. We've seen him on the defensive side. We've seen his ability to go get the ball. But could he bring it offensively? Do you think he's done it? Do you think he's done it here in the second half? Maybe our stat guy can get me Swineford stats, or do we have it already? We do. Six for 76 yards and a TD now in the second half All from Ben Swineford. As Seals Grove answers and regains the lead, and as you said, Ryan, go for two, got the two-point conversion, and now puts them up 22-19 to 19 over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And, boy, a 12-play drive covering 75 yards for the Sealands Grove Seals. Helped out by a couple penalties, but you still have to take advantage of it. And they do. They get on the board. Danny Schuck gets his first touchdown pass. It's the Sealands Grove Seal finding Swineford right at the goal line. Swineford using his size and his length to get it over the goal line. And Sealands Grove Seals take the lead. 22 to 19 as rule will kick this one away Farinato will line up on the right side max moyer on the left there's a swim kick there's whistle all over the place there'll be a flag on the play and usually it comes 
right along where the ball was kicked to tell you it's going to be an offsides against the Seals Grove Seals, Ryan. But, boy, a 12-play drive, covered 75 yards, taking five minutes and 21 seconds. Swineford, four-yard reception. And as you mentioned, now has six catches for 76 yards and touchdown all in the second half. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Seven pass plays in that 12-play drive. Only eight pass plays in the entire game before that. So Danny Shock on that drive did his, almost as many pass plays he's done the entire game. And it's at a point now where you got to kind of open it up. you got to get a feel because you were trailing. And, boy, he answered. And, and big plays from teammates in Swineford and Metzger. A lot of good stuff there in that drive. Rule kicks this one away. Bounces off the arm of Max Moyer. He has to pick it up at the 5. Now turns upfield to the 15. He's got some room to the 25. And then he'll be tackled there at the 25-yard line. Trying to get a number there. That's Was that Schaefer on the stop? 23. Hollenbach, Hollenbach. Hollenbach on the stop. And also on the stop there as... Moyer had looked like he had found a pretty nice hole in there, but helping out Hollenbach was also number 12, Schaefer on the stop. So Lewisburg will take over at their own 26-yard line. There is a Green Dragon down on field, slow to get up. Give a chance to send it back to Sean. Update us on scores going around the valley. We're keeping an eye on some big ones like the Danville Chickalimmi game. All right, Pat and Ryan, thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander Toyota scoreboard. It's a big night for Danville as they lead Shikalemi late third quarter, 41-7. to Also in the third, it's Southern Columbia, 42, Bloomsburg, 6. Tamaqua shutting out Line Mountain, 42-0 in the fourth. How about this crazy halftime score? Williamsport, 62, Central Mountain, 20. That is a halftime score. In the fourth quarter, Mount Carmel has taken the lead over Central Columbia, 8-7. to Third quarter, Milton leading Shimokin, 21-14. That game being played at Danville tonight. And late third quarter, North Skillkill 29, Loyal Sock 21. Get your scores at eagle107.com. So go back to Lewisburg, Pat O'Brien, and Ryan Brandt. Guys? Thank you, Sean. As the injured man is taking off the field, we remind you that this is Sealance Grove football on WGH Northumberland, Sealance Grove. So first down and 10 for the Green Dragons. They now trail 22 to 19. So let's get a quick pass out to Farinato. Swineford defending him. Great tackle. Attacked his number and took him down after a two-yard pickup. It'll set up a second down and eight. Ryan, well done after making a touchdown reception. The senior the senior receiver turns into a defensive back and makes a heck of a play. You need, you need your seniors. You need your experienced guys to step up and make plays. And Nick Swineford, I mean, sorry, now you got me saying Ben Swineford is getting the job done. What, what what a game for him so far tonight. So second down and eight for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Blitz being shown as Nate Schoen showed it and then came across the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a penalty, and Derek Hicks just turns and walks away. Can't have that. Yeah, you know, I love the aggressive nature and stuff and showing Blitz, wanting to get a good jump, and sometimes that'll pay off its time, right? But Lewisburg had the hard count. Not much Schoen could do to stop himself there. But second down now, what? They're looking at a long three, second down and four. That's playing far to the right is Brown. Two wide receivers split to the left on the second down play. Zaletsky in the shotgun formation with Moyer back with him. Blitz coming. Quick throw this time. Ramirez makes the catch. Spins to the 40. First down pickup. Tackled by Swineford and Schoen. But it'll be a first down pickup to the 41-yard line. 6.53 to go in the ball game. The clock will start to run after they set the chain. Seals Grove leading 22 
to 19. They took the lead on a shock pass to Swainford for the touchdown. Chelsea gives it to Moyer between the tackles. That's Everett Thomas on the stop, calling his name for the first time tonight. Makes a huge stop on the sophomore running back for the Green Dragons after he gets maybe a half yard. It's going to be now a third down, excuse me, a second down and about eight for the Green Dragons. Yeah, big Tom, uh, Tom Everett there getting a tackle, getting a handle foot, hanging on and bringing him down for a minimal gain. After him, there was some space. Second down and long. Moyer offset to the left of Shiletsky. Chalitsky gets the snap, throws a slant to Dylan Farinato. He makes the catch up the right sideline, makes Nyland miss at the 30, still going to the 20, down to the 15, and drag out of bounds by Kahn all the way down inside the 10 to the 5-yard line. Well designed. Sometimes you tip your hat. The, the, tight, the uh, wide receiver gave a good block. Dylan Farinato ran around that block up the right sideline. And, boy, Lewisburg Green Dragons, just like that, are in business. Well, you got to know where number one is, Farinato, at all times. I think they just lost focus there, lost vision of where he was at. That was too simple. So let's he got to keep it straight up the middle. Grab from behind. He's going to fall short as Nate shown on the stop. He's going to be down to the one-yard line. 6.06 to go in the ball game. Seals Grove leading 22-19. Lewisburg trying to answer the Seals Grove touchdown as they now have it. They're caught it inside of the two about the one-yard line. Shletsky under center this time. Going to take it in himself into the end zone. Touchdown for the Green Dragons. Well, that was pretty simple there. Only needed a couple yards. They did a couple QB sneaks, and the big uh, uh, quarterback in Shedleski's powers his way in. But it was all set up with Dylan Farinato on the big play at the receiver. He's been doing it all night. So they regain the lead, and they'll tap the extra point here. Liscombe will tap the extra point off the Ramirez hold. Lewisburg looking for personnel here. They don't have all the guys in the game. Number 10, that's Shedleski. He's going to run in there as the play clock goes to 15. They have plenty of time. Shiletsky's got to attempt or uh, make the snap. Yeah, a little long snap. A little brain fart there. Good snap. Let's come. Attempts the extra point. Plenty of distance up and good. So Lewisburg regains the lead, takes a four-point lead with 5.54 to go in this game. And exciting ball game to open up. 2018 between these two teams. Both teams have been able to answer. Well, Seals Grove's going to have to do it again. I mean, this this is one of those things, a heavyweight uh, boxing match here. It's been blow after blow after blow. It's not one you'd want to go to the card because you don't, I don't know who you pick. Both teams just making big plays and uh, might come down to who has the ball last year. Seals Grove will look to get a good run back here to set it up. They have plenty of time. With 5.54 to go in the game, but Chileski a big factor in that drive. Obviously, Farinato, we spotlighted him, big part of that drive as well. Speaking of drives, it was a seven-play drive covering 79 yards. Just took a minute and 57 seconds. Chileski a one-yard touchdown run. Farinato now, eight catches, 160 yards and two touchdowns. That drive summary brought to you by Grove Four. So Liscombe will kick this away. He swift kicked a couple times. One hit 
showers and recovered by showers. Another one just sailed right out of bounds. We'll see how he handles this one. As he will approach the ball, it's a deep kick. It will go over Schoen's head, and it will bounce and go out of bounds at the two-yard line. Wow, that almost stayed in in bounds there. Good discipline by Schoen. Oh, went yeah. Off of it, and it's a huge difference. The ball been inside the five. Now it's a penalty. It will march it out. Seals Grove had a good field position. Well, here's the thing now. Lewisburg's secondary is also a big part of their offense. I thought that their secondary looked tired in the last drive. Constant hands on the hips, and Seals Grove took it to them. Seven pass plays. They moved the ball down the field, passing the ball. What's going to be what, what's going to be the story here for Lewisburg? Can they can they get enough? Do they have enough in the tank here to stop what looked like a very good passing attack in the last possession for Seals Grove? Coming up after the game, stick around for interviews with the players, Coach Derek Hicks. It's all part of the Service Electric postgame show. Freshman quarterback shot in the shotgun formation with twins to each side. Takes the snaps. Going to give it to Schoen. Makes a man miss. He fumbled the ball. It's on the turf. It's recovered by the Green Dragons. Ah, that's a big turnover late in the game here. Shown making some extra moves, trying to get those extra yards. Love the effort. Got to keep that ball close to the body. Lewisburg heads up, knocks the ball free, and they're going to get the ball. Now, here, here it is. This this is game on the line here as Steelers Grove trails 26-22, just under six minutes in the fourth. The defense has to come up with a stop in the short field here. Lewisburg with the ball at the 40-yard line. And... Honestly, I would expect a heavy dose of running, maybe even more of Shedleski, the QB position, as he's had some success running, and then it'll keep the clock going as well. But Seals Group's got to come up with a stop here. You do not want to give up a touchdown and put yourself down two, uh, two possessions. It's at the Seals Grove 40, and just as you said, Shedleski, designed run, able to pick up a yard at two as Metzger and Schoen will make the stop. Clock will continue to run. It will bring up a second down and about eight for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Make it a second down and nine after that Chileski run. They won't be in any hurry. Play clock hasn't even started yet. We got to give a quick shout out. Finally started. We got to give a quick shout out here. We I just got a text from Joey Brito, and he says you guys sound amazing. I never listened to you guys before. You're unbelievable, and I want to say thanks, Coach Brito. He uh, has a 25th hour basketball program, which I coach AAU. Great guy, and just starting at Lycoming this year. Awesome. Appreciate it. Always appreciate the feedback coming from someone that uh, I know you well respect. And Absolutely. We appreciate your comments. Great coach, great man. I'm, speaking of uh, comments, Mike Moyer. Mike Moyer and I have been chit-chatting via text, and uh, it's always very complimentary of the broadcast, so we appreciate all that we can. Now we know we've got at least two people listening. <laughs> Now back to what? Three, my mom's listening. Oh, thank you, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Big play here. Third down and four. Lewisburg has it at the Seals Grove 33-yard line. Chalepsi's going to keep it straight up the middle, trying to get the push. He's going to be what appears to be short of the first down. He had to get to the 30-yard line. An official here on the near side has it at the 29-yard line. Don't think there will be any hesitation here. That Lewisburg will go for it, four down territory as they have it at the Seals Grove 31 yard line. Uh, here it is. And you still can't lose sight of Farinato here. Just because it's fourth and one at the 31 yard line doesn't mean they won't throw the ball here. Seals is going to pack it in. They need to get a good jump on this. 
shown over the center. But Chalevsky with that big body and the push is going to have enough for a first down as he takes it to the 29-yard line. They'll move the chains, and once the clock is set, I mean, once the change is set, the clock will begin to run. Ryan, we might be able to increase our listenership if I look at my text here from Teresa and Murphy. You guys sound great. See, we are listening, too. So there you go. <laughs> we, we, we just keep adding the numbers to it. We appreciate that. Well, Sean's listening back in the studio. Uh, that's because he gets paid, too. Oh. First down at 10 for Lewisburg. Farinata gets the call. Shakes a defender in the backfield, then swallowed up by Metzger. Coming through was Schaefer. Farinato able to get away from him, but Metzger finished him off. Ryan, still a big possession here. Salem's Grove's got to keep Lewisburg out of the end zone. Late in this ball game with just 3.17, the clock running to go in this one. Seals Grove trailing 26-22. to 22. With Schaefer in the backfield there, I thought almost stripped that ball out of Farinato's hands. No hurry. Clock running under 10 to go on the play clock. Chalecki, now we get a whistle here and a flag will be thrown, and this will be a big false start against the Lewisburg Green Dragons. It will stop the clock. I believe Farinato jumped there on the line from his receiver position. So that's an easy call by the official on the far side right in front of Derek Hicks. So they'll walk that one off. It'll set up a second down now and 15 with exactly three minutes to go in the game. And if you got a receiver jumping, if that's what it was, that must have been a pass play. It's exciting. So they were going for it. They were going for the kill there. Uh, and, and we're going to try and get a pass play downfield, maybe uh, try and lock this one up for Lewisburg. But instead, big penalty. Second down and 15 at the 250-249 mark. Evitt, Thomas, and Ziders along that defensive front, but the blitz coming. Chalesky drops back. Plenty of time. Looking, looking. Now it's going to get it underneath to Dylan Farinato. Makes a catch. Makes Bastion miss. Still going inside the 10, and he's going to get it all the way down to the two-yard line. Huge play by the Lewisburg Green Dragon offense to pick up a first down. Yeah, Farinato again just getting open. I... I yeah. I, every time he lines up in the slot, the closest the guy on him is 10 yards down the field. I almost feel like you got to get up on him. He's too good to let him out in open field. Chalets is going to keep it. Gets a huge push at offensive line. Takes it over the goal line. Touchdown for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Yeah, and that's going to almost seal the deal. There is 226. Now they're going to get a penalty here. There is a penalty. It might be, again, for excessive celebration this time on Lewisburg as earlier Seals Grove got hit with one of those. But now Seals Grove with their back against the wall. Down 10, pending PAT, make it 11, 226 to go in the fourth. And a freshman quarterback. Uh, it's going to be forced into throwing the ball here. Now he's going to see more coverage. He's not going to see as much run support here. On like against Lewisburg, Seals Grove will assess that penalty on the kickoff, which may lend to a pretty good field position if they can uh, return it here. But... Let's come. We'll attempt the extra point for the Lewisburg Green Dragons, looking to push the lead out to 11. As Ramirez will do the holding. Chalesky is the snapper. Never like to see your quarterback as the uh, snapper in the middle of all that falling down and twisting and turning. But it's an important exchange that goes from the snapper to the holder. So he is in there to do the snap into Ramirez. As Litscombe will attempt the extra point here. Again, looking to push the lead out 
to 11 for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Good snap. Holds on. Kick is no good. Fall well short and off to the left. So Seals Grove will benefit from a penalty. Look to get good field position as they now find themselves down 10 to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Well, it's going to get exciting now. You're going to see the offense really open up. Not a position I think Coach Pope wanted to be in as far as uh, week one with a young team and a freshman quarterback, but he knows it's what you got to do right now. And, you know, I'm not too worried about it. That drive that we saw Danny Schock put together, he didn't look too much like a freshman hitting Swineford a couple times, eventually for the four-yard TD, and then also hitting Metzger in the back of the end zone, a two-point conversion. It all looked really pretty on that drive. So, you know, this, this, this might show something here. And as the coming weeks, you know, ahead of us, maybe we'll see even more uh, offense passing than we than we originally would have because of this situation. Well, you always hear coaches about putting something on film for the opponent to have to watch, and they did get a, a chance to see that in the second half, as you mentioned. That was an eight-play drive covering 40 yards, took three minutes and 21 seconds, finished off by Chalitsky's three-yard touchdown run. That drive summary brought to you by Sealens Grove Ford. So it's a 10-point lead for the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 2.26 to go in this game. Again, next week we'll return to Seals Grove as the Seals Grove Seals will take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Been a big rival over the last four or five years. Let's come pounds at this one away to Nyland. Nyland turns up field, trying to take it left to right, trying to get a block. Runs underneath the block. There's going to be multiple penalties. I saw one right in front yeah. of me. With easy block call. In the back. Yeah, it was a block in the back and then a tackle. <laughs> so easy, easy penalties there for the official of the call there. So it's going to bring it back from the spot, I believe. But they're going to call it a holding. They're not even going to get a push in the back. Ryan, we talk about it in every quarter about candidate for the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. The Shalevskis. Touchdown run there, three-yard touchdown run, is a candidate for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll announce it during our post-game show, and our post-game show brought to you by Service Electric. And it's called just that, the Service Electric post-game show. So stick around for that. We'll give you updated scores, the stats from our Zach Showers, and also break down what we saw in that first half, interviews from players down on the field, and also head man, coach Derek Hicks. So don't go anywhere after this one. Shock drops back going to look to take off and run be hit by dobler and he'll go down got a flag down over here shock might want to just throw that ball out of bounds he got out around the edge rather than taking the hit and the sack but there is a penalty here it's all the learning process and then after our post game show you want to stick around for seals game night where you get updated scores and highlights from around the region and it's uh with best uh, best in the biz sean carey bringing it to you it's the sunbury broadcasting or the uh the uh, sunbury motors seals game night first one of 2018 so stick around for that and uh lots of lots of build on here seals grove down 10 with just 203 to go in this one they're able to answer a couple touchdowns by the Green Dragons. They got the first score of the night to go up 7-0. Then Lewisburg, 13 unanswered points. Seals Grove come back, take the 14-13 lead at halftime. And then the game went back and forth in the second half. And right now, Seals Grove trails by 10. 
Shock drops back, looking. Going to throw a deep out to Nyland. Makes the catch. Knocked off his feet by Dylan Farinato. As Nyland made the catch, but he knocked the ball out of Nyland's hands. It's going to be called incomplete. So no credit on the passing catch from Shock to Nyland after the Farinato hit. That was a nice throw. I mean, that was a good throw. Nyland caught it, but he took the big hit there, and Farinato was able again to make a big play for Lewisburg and jarred that ball free. That was a big-time hit. So after the incompletion, it's a third down in 14. 141 to go in the game. Seals Grove trailing 32-22 to to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Lewisburg looking to get to 1-0 in the early 2018 season. Shock dropping back. In some pressure. Rolls to the right. Shows some athleticism. Got to get rid of it. Throws it up there. Looking for Christian Kantz. But it falls incomplete. Ramirez on the good coverage. As Kantz pretty much became a defender on that one. So it's going to bring up a fourth down here for the Seals Grove Seals. And Hollenbach will come out and punt this one away. Not looking to give the... Lewisburg Green Dragons a short field here. He'll be able to punt it away. Dylan Farinato will stand right at midfield waiting for the Hollenbach punt. Definitely a lot to take away from this one. Saw some bright spots by the Seelands Grove Seals. Obviously a lot to build on as well as they'll have to regroup and return home to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. A nice high punt from Hollenbach. Farinato comes up, makes a fair catch, falls to the turf at the 42-yard line. Lewisburg will take over first down and 10. And the other significant thing about this game is Lewisburg has entered the hack one. So they'll go 1-0 in the hack one. Seals Grove will fall to 0-1 as both teams will look to buy for the hack one championship. This is the first time Seals Grove will lose an opener since back in 2011, 2011 when they lost to the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes 21-7. to They had beaten Central Columbia twice, Milton twice, Mifflinburg twice before what appears to be a loss here tonight to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. 127 to go in the ball game here. Seals Grove trailing by 10. Chaletsky in the shotgun formation. We'll give it to Moyer. Falls forward, gets inside the 40-yard line. Getting hand in on the stop that time in the backfield was Ziders as Moyer fell forward into a, a group of white jerseys. They'll put it right at the 40-yard line, so it'll be a pickup of two for Max Moyer. Again, Max Moyer finished out the season in 2017 with two games of 39 carries, both going over 241 yards and two touchdowns. Seals Grove did a nice job against the sophomore running back for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Just enough plays made by Dylan Farinato and Chalesky as Farinato gets the call here going off the right side. And he'll take it to the 30-yard line, picking up a first down for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. They'll set the chains, get the clock running with just 43 seconds to go in this one. They'll set the chains. Clock will run, 40 seconds to go in the ball game. Just a reminder, next Friday night. And again, next week, Seals Grove will look to get that win in the win column as they'll take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as Lewisburg will go into victory formation and take a snap here. It'll be the final snap of the game. 
So the Lewisburg Green Dragons will go to 1-0. The Salem's Grove Seals will drop to 0-1 for the first time since 2011. Both teams will do the traditional handshake at midfield. Mark Persing a year ago goes 4-7, but gets the win here to get off to the start that he was looking for. Enough big plays by the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Gets them the victory as they win 32-22 over the Seals Grove Seals. Got Ryan out on the field, seeing if he can get a hold of Coach Derek Hicks before we go break here as they'll go through the handshakes here. Again, a lot of good things to talk about for both teams moving into week two. As Seals Grove had a nice second half, they opened it up some, and the freshman quarterback able to find senior receiver Ben Swineford multiple times, including a touchdown reception that gave Seals Grove the lead. But again, the Lewisburg Dragons able to come back and get the victory, win by 10, 32-22. Look at that, Derek Hicks is going to go talk to his crew there. So we're going to take a break, come back and start the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show here. Seals Grove Falls, 33-22. The Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. There's a new breed of dog in town and so many different ways to make your mouth water. You've got the Coney Island dog with chili, onions, grated cheese, and mustard. You've done got your basset hound with blue cheese coleslaw, dill pickle, tomatoes, mustard, and poppy seeds. Oh, si, senor. Don't forget the chihuahua with bacon slice, chili, and cheese. I guess you can teach old dogs new tricks. Stop by Wicked Dog Grill at 28 South Market Street in Seals Grove and make sure to like Wicked Dog Grill on Facebook. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. This is Eagle 107. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cable Vision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Coach Derek Hicks addressing things with his team. His team falls 33, excuse me, 32 to 22, the Lewisburg Green Dragons. We highlighted a few guys coming in, and they didn't disappoint. When you talk about Dylan Farinato, Shaletsky, they come up big. Dobler on the defensive side. And again, they come away with a 10-point victory over the Seals Grove Seals. They fall to 0-1. And we talked about the first time that they have lost a season opener since 2011 when they lost to the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes 22-7. It was a scoreless first half. But the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes will get three straight touchdowns, including a 53-yard punt return to win that one back in 2011. Ryan waiting for the huddle to break. Give a chance to uh, talk about the Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We talk about different candidates for it throughout the game. But then we come up with the, the play, the situation that is deemed the Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And it's the Shaletsky three-yard touchdown run to put this one out of reach. A 10-point lead for the Seals, excuse me, for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And it was enough 
for the Green Dragons to get to 1-0. and So the second touchdown, back-to-back touchdown runs by Selesky is the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokadam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Sean, while we wait, Maybe give us a couple updated scores why Derek Hicks continues to address his team here after this 10-point loss. All right, Pat, thanks very much on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Tonight on News Radio 1070, WKOK Danville over Shikolemi, 41-7. Southern Columbia, easy time as predicted over Bloomsburg, 56-6. Also a shutout tonight, a final to Makwa. Blanking Wine Mountain, 42 to nothing. In the third quarter, Williamsport leading Central Mountain, 62 to 26. Couple of tight ball games we'll keep a close eye on. Mount Carmel has come back to take the lead over Central Mountain, 15 to 13 in the fourth quarter. Cody Jared from SusquehannaValleySports.com will check in on game night with a report on that matchup from the Silver Bowl. And you have in Danville tonight, Shimokin versus Milton. First game for head coach Henry Hynoski for the Indians, and we've got a tie, 27-27, about halfway through the fourth quarter, the Indians and Black Panthers. In the fourth quarter, North Schuylkill doubling up Loyal Sock, 42-21. Final score, Muncie, great defense tonight, shutting out Warrior Run, 17-0. Late fourth quarter, South Williamsport, 12, Montgomery, 7. Mounties with 12 unanswered points coming back down 7-0 early in the fourth to Montgomery. Final score, Mifflinburg 22, Hughesville 7. Berwick shutting out Abington Heights 42-0. That has gone final. And congratulations to Midwest. First game ever in their school's history. They go on the road. They defeat Marion Catholic. Tonight, Marion Catholic played their 700th game in their program history. Midwest, first game, first win, 43-20. Congratulations to Midwest. Tri-Valley getting a victory 26-7 over Mahanoy area. Montoursville cruised past North Penn Mansfield, 51-6. And tonight at Thompson Street Stadium, tied one there. Belfont and Jersey Shore, they are tied 14-14. Get to more finals in a bit on our Sunbury Motors game night on Eagle 107. Let's head back to Christie as Lewisburg tonight gets the win, 33-22 over Seawinds Grove. Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brand. Guys? Thank you, Sean. Let's not waste any time. Ryan has Coach Derek Hicks down on the field, so let's send it down on the field to Ryan and the head man, Derek Hicks. Yeah, Pat, we are down here in the field. This is the Seals postgame show presented by Service Electric. And I'm here with Coach uh, Hicks. Coach, not the outcome you wanted tonight. But, boy, just a lot of thoughts here. Young team, what, what, what would you say was the, the the reason for the way the game played out today? Uh, you know, first half I thought we played well. We had one one coverage breakdown, gave up, you know, the long touchdown uh, to Farinato, and then a one-yard touchdown drive off of uh, off a turnover or off a punt I guess it was and you know it we played well in the first half I thought we were the better team and the second half it, it just became a matter of a, a squad that's got 20 some seniors and was able to rotate guys and uh, frankly I mean three you know 300 pound linemen 280 and they just kind of wore us down and uh, moving forward we, we've got a keep working on developing some of these young guys to the point where they can spell people on a Friday and we can keep people fresh. And obviously, Farinato is a guy you knew coming into the game. He's a pretty good player. The running back, I thought you guys did a, a very impressive job on him, pretty much limiting him. But did Farinato surprise you in any way? 
No, I mean, we knew we were. he was good. He was elusive. Uh, we, we knew they had Max Moyers, and the kids did a great job. Max didn't do much against us tonight. Uh, you know, and honestly, other than the, the one bomb down here, you know, the, the passes from Shebleski were little five, ten-yard jobbies that, that Farinado turned into big plays. So uh, the, the pa- he makes the passing stat line look really good. Okay, and then on our side of the ball offensively, what's your evaluation is you got a true freshman in there game one. I don't know the last time I can remember a freshman game one getting the first snap. How did you feel about Danny Shock tonight and his performance? Uh, you know, he did, did, did what a freshman does, which was – he, ex- he executed very well at times, and at other times he made a couple freshman mistakes. And you're going to get that. I mean, nothing. Ag- I'm not holding anything against him. Uh, a couple throws that were forced, one of them ended up getting picked off. But then he comes back the next drive and makes a couple real nice throws to Ben Swineford. And, uh, you know, again, that's what you're going to get with a young kid until he starts to learn the speed of the game and some of the reads he needs to make. And it's funny you, you say about Ben because I'm going to interview him next. And we were talking before the game. You know, wouldn't it be nice? We know what Ben does on defense. He's going to get the shot here on offense. And his brother, Nick, which is a great wide receiver for you, had one catch his junior year and then went off his senior year. A little bit more on Ben and his performance tonight. Yeah, I mean, Ben had a great night both sides of the ball. Uh, at corner, he he was kind of a lockdown guy. And on the offensive side, he made the catches we needed to make. Had a heck of a catch down here in the, the corner, you know, on like the 5-10 yard line uh, on our side that Farinado came over, laid a lick on him. Ben held the ball, got a foot down. And uh, that, that's the kind of stuff you expect out of your senior leaders. Yeah, and, and, and he did. He stepped up, had a big game for you. Coach, know you guys will get back at it. Good luck this week in prep and uh, Jersey Shore at home. Yeah, yeah, word is, word is things are on schedule, so I got my fingers crossed that uh, we're going to break in the new turf next Friday night against Jersey Shore. All right, Coach, we look forward to that game next week in the bounce back. Thank you. All right, thank you. And I'm going to move right over, Pat, with Ben Swineford. Now, Ben, knowing your brother and knowing you decently, I want you to start out this conversation with a Nick who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he won't do it. Come on. I got a brother. I know how that game's played. No, Ben, you had a great game tonight, and then Pat and I did talk about this before the game. You know, we knew what you brought on the defensive side of the ball, and we knew tonight you were going to be a starting receiver and going to get quite a load. You did end up with the six catches, 76 yards, and a TD. All in the second half, things started to come alive. And the drive you scored, you guys had seven pass attempts. You only had eight pass attempts prior to the entire game before that, but you came up big. On the offensive side of the ball, just describe a little bit what, what what you started to feel there in the second half that got this offense moving the ball through the air. Well, uh, we got them committed to the run in the first half, so that definitely helped. And Danny was just getting comfortable in the pocket since he's new. He just had to get used to that. And our line did a great job pass protecting. On the defensive side of the ball, you got to see a lot of the Farinato kid, a pretty nice athlete. He really tonight carried this Lewisburg team offensive. He just seemed to be hard to find on the field and elusive. But you tonight, four tackles defensively. What did you see out of Lewisburg? Anything shock you from their offense? No, nothing really shocked us. They just have a really big team and a lot more numbers, so they kind of wore us down. But we weren't surprised. We knew they were a physical team. Well, Great game one for you. I know it wasn't the outcome you wanted, but we look forward to watch you continue to grow off this performance and rally out some wins for this team. Thank you. All right, Pat, and that'll wrap up our Seals postgame show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. I'll bring it back up to you in the booth with Zach, and I'll meet you shortly. Thank you. Appreciate the time down on the field with Coach Derek Hicks and also Ben Swineford, as you heard. Good all-around game by the senior and got his uh, touchdown to take the lead for the Seals, but they do fall short. 
22 to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. It'll drop uh, Seals Grove to 0 and 1. While the Lewisburg Green Dragons start at 1 and 0. Tonight after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with the Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night. After the game, you're on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Take a break. Come back. we got the stats to go through thanks to our man Zach Showers and also get some final analysis of the game tonight as we also look to turn the page and get ready for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs next week. All that coming up as we continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Seals Grove Ford sponsors Seals Grove Football here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Don't go back to school without the one supply that'll keep your coursework moving. Service Electric Cablevision High Speed Internet. SECV Internet always makes the grade with unrivaled speed and reliability. It's the perfect Wi-Fi solution for the whole family to share, no matter how many devices you connect. Simultaneously search, stream, download, and gain instant access to everything you need to get ahead and complete your assignments. Plus, bundle SECV Internet with TV and phone and save. Learn faster. Surf smarter. Visit secv.com internet today. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Most of us won't need to hire an attorney this week, but for a few of us, something has happened in our lives, and before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575, or on the web at slivlaw.com. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to the Service Electric Post Game Show here from Bucknell University on Eagle 107, eagle107.com as the Seals Grove Seals drop the first one of 2018 to the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 32 to 22. Take a look at the stats here. First for the team numbers, Seals Grove ended up with 12 first down, Lewisburg with nine. In the rushing department, Seals Grove able to outrush the Lewisburg Green Dragons. 150 yards is just 60 for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. But the passing department, that credit goes to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. 229 yards through the air. Seals Grove, 86 yards. So when you look at total numbers, Seals Grove, 236 yards total. And the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 289. And after a first half that had four penalties total, the penalties picked up there in that second half. Seals Grove ended up with six penalties for 50 yards, while Lewisburg eight penalties for 85 yards. We had one turnover in the first half, and uh, but it, it went up in the second half as Seals Grove ends up with uh, interception and two fumbles, and Lewisburg with just the one fumble in the ball game. And again, as Lewisburg wins this one, 32 to 22. Look at the individual numbers. First for quarterback for Shiletsky, 12 for 18, 229 yards, two touchdowns. Good performance by the junior quarterback for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. 
His main target, no surprise coming in. Nine catches, 197 yards, three touchdowns for Dylan Farinato, the senior receiver athlete for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Other guys who made catch, one each, Ramirez, Moyer, and Newcomb. On the ground, Max Moyer, 15 carries, 38 yards, did get a touchdown run thanks to a good punt return by Farinato. Farinato ran the ball four times for 20 yards. Cholesky ended up with two touchdown runs as he ended up with nine carries for 15 yards. For the Seals Grove Seals, first from the rushing game, Nate Schoen, 10 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. He had the first score of the night for the Seals Grove Seals. Khan, 13 carries, 71 yards, and he complimented Schoen's touchdown with a touchdown of his own. And Shock had 11 carries for just nine yards. Now Shock in the passing department, nine for 17, 86 yards, touchdown. And as Derek talked about, did make that one mistake where he forced the ball in, ended up throwing an interception. So Shock's first performance as a Seals Grove quarterback, as a freshman, nine for 17, 86 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. Again, Seals Grove falls 32-22 to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Looking at the scoring recap, as we mentioned, Schoen, 59-yard touchdown run to put Seals Grove up 7-0. But Farinato came back with a 67-yard touchdown reception with 3-10 to go in the first quarter. Just a two-play drive for the Green Dragons. The extra point good. We're knotted up 7-7 at the end of the first quarter. Max Moyer, we get a three-yard touchdown run after another one-play drive for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. The extra point no good. Blocked by Nate Schoen. Lewisburg led 13-7 with 11.07 to go in the first half. Seals Grove would answer on a 40-yard touchdown run by senior Joe Kahn getting his first rushing touchdown of the season. That was a four-play drive covering 53 yards. Extra point by Rule Good, and Seals Grove would retake the lead at 14-13. That would be the score at the end of the first half. Seals Grove led 14-13. But Farinato would get into the scoring column again, this time a 15-yard touchdown Reception from Chaletsky completed a five-play drive. The two-point conversion tried no good, but Lewisburg led 19-14 at the end of the third quarter. Seals Grove would get a touchdown by Swineford, a four-yard touchdown reception from his freshman quarterback, Shock. Shock's first touchdown pass of his career coming from four yards out. It was a 12-play drive covering 75 yards, two-point conversion as Shock was able to find Metzger in the back end zone wide open. So Seals Grove would regain the lead 22-19. to But then Chalitsky would get a one-yard touchdown run to take the lead 26-22, and he would finish off the scoring with a three-yard touchdown run. Chalitsky would finish in a play 40-yard drive, three minutes and 21 seconds off the clock, which is huge because that would give them a 10-point lead and basically put this game out of reach for the Seals Grove Seals. So, again, Lewisburg improved to 1-0 and with the victory, and the Seals Grove Seals would fall to 0-1. Ryan, you were down on the field, got an idea of uh, Coach Derek Hicks chit-chatting with his club as he huddled up after this uh, loss to the Lewisburg Green Dragons. What was your takeaway from, from the message from the head man? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he hits the nail on the head. I mean, you're playing a, a team with, you know, a little more depth, definitely a lot more experience. they got the size. And you're going in week one with a young team that's lacking experience. You graduated a huge class last year. And honestly, I thought they did well tonight. I mean, you did see the mistakes, but you expect those. And I didn't think there were as many as there could or should have been. So it's something to build on. This team's going to get a lot better week to week. (laughs) Do not base this season off of this. Now, I will say this. 
somebody's going to have to step up because on that line, that offensive line, that defensive line, a lot of two-way guys, there, knowing this staff, there is positions available if somebody wants it. You want to be a football player for Seals Grove right now and you're on that team and you want to get varsity time, get it done in practice. Get it done in the JV game. Show them you want to play because they're looking for guys that can spell some minutes and give some of these starters a break or even just allow some of these starters to play one side. So right now I know the message is come to practice with the right attitude and we're going to get back at it. And, and this team will. This coaching staff's amazing. And, and uh, that's why you can take a young team and compete the way they did tonight against experienced team with a Division One style athlete and the Farinato kid. He, he, he literally carried Lewisburg tonight. I mean, he was the man for them. He was the show. You take Farinato out of that mix, Seals Grove wins this game. So you take a Division One athlete out of this game, one player, Seals Grove wins this game. So just too young of a team, too early. Love to see him late in the season. That'd be great. Play him again. That'd be great. But ah, they got the job done tonight. Lewisburg did. Well said. Lewisburg comes away with a victory, 32-22 over the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove, again, will regroup, and we certainly will be with them. We'll start with our Seals game day, starting at 6 o'clock, kickoff at 7. So but remember, each week on Eagle 107, you hear live play-by-play action of the Bucknell Bison football with Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hurd, starting with the Bison buildup again on Eagle 107. That will start next week for the Bucknell Bison. Next week, like I said, the Seals will take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Right now it's in limbo where they play, but uh, according to administration it will be at home on the new turf so make your way out to check out the new turf at harold l bullock memorial field catch seals game day with me pat o'brien and ryan Barrian starting at six o'clock the Derek kicks pregame show at 6 30 followed by the opening kickoff at seven o'clock that wraps up seals postgame show presented by service electric again seals grow fall by falls by 10 32 22 for Zach Showers, our stat guy, Sean Carey, our producer, Ryan Brandt. This is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals Grove football game here on Eagle Water 7. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region with the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motors Seals game night right here on Eagle Water 7 at the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.